shop. Super Bowl over. Football done. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. I am your host, Mark Gray. Joined by my right-hand man, Demar Johnson. What's good with you, brother? What's up, man? Tell How did you enjoy your um, Super Bowl? I enjoyed it very much. I bet you did. Yep. And the other um, Peyton man in life, A1, how you doing today, buddy? Pretty good. Glad to be here. Um, let's just jump right into it, DJ, and I'll let you go first. Super Bowl, your take. Your take. What are we... What are you, we're going to break this up into a couple of different questions because I feel like there's a lot of issues to address with the Super Bowl. So we're going to attack it from several different angles, angles excuse me, especially considering we only have one game to break down. Um, saddest thing is, one, the day after so the Super Bowl always hits you that there's no more football. Mm-hmm. And that joint kind of hits pretty hard, you know, when you realize, like, man, there's no more games. Um, second of all, for you guys, and actually everybody, there's no more Peyton Manning. We hope. Um, <laughs> DJ, what are you taking away from the Super Bowl? Well, for one, let me get this out the way. For all the right you was this year about, you know, I think you had the top wins of all of us on the show. I had a lot of top everything. Yeah, top wins. You, uh-huh. you, you kind of predicted the Cam, uh-huh. the Cam MVP thing. You it's saw that. Butt. I already you know what you're about to yeah, say. Yeah, you know. But <laughs> the most important game of the year. And nobody, nobody, I'm looking at all the shows, nobody gave Denver a chance. And I told you I was making an emotional pick, but a pick I did, you know, believe because of, you know, their defense was really that good. But my pick came out on top. The, the thing is, well, one, you just threw it out there. Let's put, let's put that out there. But generally, part of me was thinking, like, there was no reason to go against what Carolina was doing. But generally, that's when those things don't happen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. whenever you say, yeah. oh, this is the easy game, you know, everybody, like, that's what I was thinking in my head. But then it, it really, other than being emotional, I had no idea, like, that that defense was that good. Like, that defense was – and when you say that defense, we mean Von Miller and um, DeMarcus. Like, it, it's it was almost all like, of them, man. No, no, it was. It was. But it's like we we talked about what they did to Tom Brady, and we talked about it in a vacuum instead of really – Saying this is what they are, you know yeah. what I mean? Because we literally talked about it and it was like, man, they we they killed Tom Brady. They were all over him. He got yeah. hit, and then and then we moved on to the next game. And we we're like, I don't know how they'll beat Carolina. Like it is no, you know, it's like we completely separated. Yeah. It's just like yeah. they beat Carolina the exact same way they beat uh, Tom Brady. And you I mean, guys they did that. Beat that dude. The world did. Yeah, the world. Like, I mean, you know, they nobody nobody said like when we said like you said nobody gave him a chance. When if you watched, if you go back and you think about it now, like. No, they just they literally beat up Tom Brady, and then they went out and beat up Cam Newton. Because guys made it seem like, okay, you're not going to rush on Cam like that. Cam's going to basically just throw you off with one arm, then throw down the field, or he's going to step he up in a pocket and just run for all these yards. No. Nah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. I mean, you know, that's when you start looking at, you know, um, that defense was – my biggest takeaway from that is the hats off to – to Von Miller and that whole defense. They, it, it almost a lot of it looked like here, – here's what I feel like a lot of times with these Super Bowls and even bowl games even coming in there. When you give teams that much time to prepare, the two the two weeks to prepare, mm-hmm. and it, it seems like the defense that, – that works towards the defense advantages because they know everything. And you're watching Von Miller, and it almost like he has that snap countdown. He's mm-hmm. coming out of his break way before anybody on Carolina's offensive line is. Right. You, you know what I mean? And once that starts, um, it, to me it was kind of a trickle down. The defense, their defense looked way more prepared. Um, 
and I I think it was I think it was uh where it was either Ware or Miller. One of them said that they did everything that we knew they were going to do on film, and they made no adjustments. And I think Carolina had bought into the hype that this is what we do, and we're just going to go down Absolutely. there and do it. Adjust and, to what? And it, when they came out there, you, you didn't see any adjustments. In it. And that's when I feel like maybe that's where the bill of checks in the world, that's where it does make a difference when you say, okay, well, scrap that. You know what I mean? Like this, this is what we've been doing all year, but obviously that's not going to work today. So we're going to have to find something else. And they didn't. And well, I don't know if I can say that because Bilichuk had his chance the week before, and he didn't. He didn't do anything True. either. You know, True. They scored a little more. True. But when I you bet, can't, bet, when bet, you got time, we saw a different Patriots scene in the second half than we did in the first half. We did. And the Carolina game, it just looked like that wasn't going to happen. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that defense was swarming, and all year long we've been talking about the lack of 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 uh, weapons. You know what I mean? And just like yo, this it's got to catch up with eventually. And it was like it hit them all at once. Like yo, y'all don't even have no damn real receivers. Once they put Kaleeb on uh, on Greg Olson, it was like, all right, we'll cancel that. So mm-hmm. now you don't have Olson, and then it's like, now what? And then it was See, but the, the, there was a few drops that were well. Actually, I take it back. It wasn't a few drops. I think they said it was. Eight drops, which is was ridiculous. It? I didn't yeah. even see that. Oh, I didn't uh, see that yes. many drops. There were plenty of drops. Mm-hmm. And then there was one that they robbed them of, the one catch that they made a, um, that they called a drop, which every single NFL game now it seems like the rules of a catch changes. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Weekly. That was terrible. Literally weekly yeah. we, we see one thing is a catch, the other thing is not a catch. Right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. That's that was, all that was, over the place. Yeah, that was a catch to me. And um, and then Kotri dropped one at the two-yard line. that day. And then and then what ended up – that should have been a touchdown and then – Ends up happening as the field goal kicker misses the um, the field goal. So I mean, in a game with now that being said, as good as the Carolina, I mean, as the Denver defense played, the Carolina defense matched them yeah. just without the turnovers. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean? They they literally matched them. They got they, the turnovers. Cause no, no, without the right. But the difference was their turnovers. Carol Denver's turnovers were touchdowns. Touchdowns, yeah. yeah. Literally touchdowns. Yeah. One was in the end zone, yep. mm-hmm. and the other one was at the three yard line. Four yard, yep. so, yeah. so I mean, those, those two touch those are touchdowns. So other than that, like, you know, Denver's defense is getting a lot of praise this weekend, which they 100% deserve. That Carolina defense played maybe even better, just didn't get those those turnovers at the right places. I mean, Peyton, Denver, Peyton you know, drove up the field on them the first a few drive. times. No, yeah. one time. They, they had they, – they, you know how many total yards they had? 190-something. That's a NF. That's a Super Bowl record. Yeah. For uh, for for a uh, a winning team, it might be a Super Bowl record for any team because mm-hmm. uh, as great as the Carol as the what you call it played, they still had uh three hundred yards mm-hmm. of, of total offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, their defense after that the first drive of the game, they just went straight down there and only got a field goal. Yeah. After that, they they were Denver was one for eighteen on third third downs. Mm-hmm. Like their defense was amazing. The difference was is that Denver's turnovers were. Right there, and I think, you know, the thing about when you come out and punch somebody in the mouth early, when Von Miller went there and took the ball from Cam's hand and threw him on the ground, it was like, well, he just did that to basically what's known as the baddest man on the planet right now. He just right. ran, sacked him, took the ball out of his hand, mm-hmm. and was like, nah, bro. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Cam, the same Cam that we've seen all year long, and I think so much of what Cam does is built on his own confidence and swagger, like. You know, they say people feel built off of that, and I think a large part of Cam's game is being comfortable, confident, and all of that. And at no point in time did we see that ever. Like, that, we never got there at all. He looked pretty scared. I mean, and Cam, Cam missed some open guys. He, he missed some, some good throws, a third down, wide open guys. He, he overthrew them, threw it too hard, threw it too high. 
a few times, and nobody they talk about the no, drops. They, about, they, they, they don't. Talk, t- they talked about the drops. They said Cam said he missed some. I mean, I've heard pretty accurate Cam saying. I mean, was he didn't get much help because he got a lot of drops and uh, blocking was terrible. But mm-hmm. and he missed some passes. He overthrew some. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I remember that one third and out one of those passes that mm-hmm. a lot of people think is easy and it's not as easy as every you know. Oh, Tom Brady only throws that seven yard out. That's, uh, a little bit harder than people think it is, and he put the ball four or five yards out of bounds mm-hmm. on a third down. Yeah. Where, you know that that was a big mm-hmm. one. So, I mean, as weak as Peyton Manning's arm is, he can make that throw. It's not, it's not that difficult of a throw. It's it's got it's a small window. Yeah, the, another thing, it, that window wasn't small. Like I could see if he got the receiver running beside him, and you got to get it, you know, to, to the outside. That guy was wide open. Yeah, he missed it. He yeah, he, 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 missed he, he, one, he, he missed some throws. Cam looked for the first time. Um, like the stage is the first time we've yeah. ever seen Cam. It looked like the stage was too big for him. Even when he ran for that fifteen, whatever yard running, and, and, got and he low. slid. You know, good thing he did because he yeah. almost got his head took off. It looked like a couple then he got times him showed off. It, it looked like a couple times he was, a couple times where we normally used to him taking the hit, he 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 chose not to. You know what I mean? I thought that was a smart decision though. It is. I mean, I understand that you, you realize that this is the Super Bowl. This is not the game to be leaving with a concussion. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. think that's that seems to be what he was doing. The majority of the game was that he was playing like he was in the Super Bowl. That, that's what I look. That's what he looked like. You know what right. I mean? Like versus every other game, he looked like he was playing another game. Yeah. And he even said before the Arizona game, he was like, it's just another game. And he didn't say that before the Super Bowl. And he certainly didn't play like it was just another game. Um, then let's let's attack. Let's go to. Let's go to Peyton. What did you see with Peyton? Are you finally willing to say, "Give it up, bro"? Nah, I'm not. I'm not willing to say that. I mean, I hope. I hope he does. I mean, he won his. He won his second Super Bowl. He should walk out right now. But you saw I, something I, that you want him to see him come back next year. Um, nah. I mean, he played against a good defense, and and he didn't. He didn't. He didn't play great. He didn't. He didn't play terrible. He didn't play terrible. I don't think he played terrible. I didn't think he played great. I didn't think he played terrible. But, but like, what, I, what I've been blaming it on for a while now is that's just not his type of offense. What's not his type of offense? The offense that they ran this year. That's so cool. That's Kubiak's offense. That's not what Peyton is used to running. Like I said, every other year we've seen a healthy Peyton. We've seen Peyton, you know, throwing these touchdowns. Even last year, you're just not going to drop off the face of the earth like that. And you're watching his mechanics. A1, you're watching this game. What do you see from Peyton Manning? Um... I mean, he definitely looked like like he was struggling to throw with any velocity or at all. Yeah, at all. But always, it's nothing new. Yeah, no, it was worse. If you watch, if you literally watch the mechanics on Peyton Manning is putting his entire might, stepping into throws, launching his whole body weight to passes that are going ten yards. But my thing with that is, I think there's still a possibility that he's just still a little hurt. Because we've talked about other older QBs, like you, you. I mean, and granted, we all know Peyton Manning has never had the strongest arm in the world. But I mean, I don't think that's just from getting old. I think there might just be something else there that you know maybe the off season will help him, you know, regain his strength, get healthier, and maybe he comes back a year, and maybe he's better. And if he's not, then he can yeah. He's so you want more running, Peyton Manning? He's used to running his stuff, man. Timing I mean, routes, knowing where guys gonna be at this time. I'm gonna throw the ball here, and the guy got to be there because that's what we practice. And that's what we go over. And that's not the same thing. But I don't think 39 his, touchdowns last year. His velocity. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going off of numbers. I'm strictly going off of the velocity. It's the same uh, velocity last year when he threw 39. It's not the same velocity. 
Watch the sports He's science. He's been throwing things. ducks. His velocity is not the same. His velocity is dra- dra- dropped, excuse me, drastically, and his completion percentage on passes over ten yards is the worst in the NFL. That's not a fluke. That's that's a fact. I mean, like, when he throws the ball down the field, no, he was, ne- he was never known for having the tightest spiral or the, or the strongest arm. But I'm talking about when he's throwing the ball down the field, these balls aren't even close. I mean, a completion percentage of just under or just over 50%, that's not Peyton Manning. Is he, is he throwing the ball down the field and just missing wide open guys? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen a lot of that. I don't know if I've seen a lot of separation. He was throwing the ball and missing people. I mean, the, the fact that, I mean, his number is what his number is. He completed, what was it, 13 passes out of 26? 13 out of 24? I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I mean, know that numbers. just is what it is. The ball, he can't throw the ball. But whatever the case may be, you want Peyton Manning to come back. So the Giants signed nah, Peyton Manning, you'd I don't, be good with I don't that. want Peyton. I don't want him to come back. But I think what we'll be seeing this year, his numbers-wise, is a product of what the system that he, that he played in. That is a system that's not what we used to seeing him play in. Okay. All right. What does this second win, what does this second Super Bowl do for you to Peyton Manning's legacy? Does it change it at all? Yeah, it changes it. It changes it a little bit. I mean, because you can't take that second Super Bowl away from him. Now he, because to me, I've always thought Peyton was the best quarterback ever, even when he had one. When he had, when he got that, I thought he was almost before. But then once he got that one, I'm like, yeah, he the best. And then, you know, as, you know, he lose another two, I'm like, he's it's taking a hit. And then when Brady won another one, I'm like, oh, man, you know, Brady kind of – well, now I can't argue about who's the best now. You know, once Brady won this one one last year. But, you know, he do get to go out and, you know, a, a, a win, if he's going out, a winner, and a winner of two Super Bowls instead of just one. But as far as just what he's done at that position over his career, I don't think nobody else controlled control the game in that position is close to, to what he has. I, I – I'm gonna go. I'll let you go first. Second, anyone. What what did, what does this do for your Peyton Manning? Like, so you're saying greatest quarterback ever, DJ? Um, yeah. Anyone? Uh, as far as this, I mean, are you asking me the same thing? Greatest mm-hmm. quarterback ever? No, no. I'm asking you. What, what does what what does the second I, I what does the second Super Bowl do for you, legacy wise? And then after that, where do you rank Peyton Manning? Um, as a huge Peyton Manning fan, I. I, I do think Tom Brady's a better QB. Um, I'll put maybe Brady right be- – I mean, I'll put Peyton right behind him. But um, as far as his legacy goes, I think this helps. It definitely doesn't hurt just getting one because 10, 15 years from now, we're not going to no. – nobody's going to say, right. you know, oh, it was all the defense, you know. So he's uh, two for four. Um, I think that helps. I'm happy for him. And I would like to see him go out like this. And if he doesn't d- decide to do that, then – Legacy-wise, how I look at it, Peyton Manning got one free Super Bowl. Tom Brady got one free Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger got one free Super Bowl, uh, and where their team, their defense, won them a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with Slim in terms of command of the offense and the history of the game, and maybe even the history of sports. I don't think anybody has ever been more in control of an offense than Peyton Manning has been for his entire career. And I think, from a regular season standpoint, I think Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game regular season wise. And I think it's Actually, by a lot. Actually, when you even when over, you, over Brady, regular season, yeah. When regular season football, Tom uh, Peyton Manning is Brady hasn't Brady hasn't Brady hasn't always put up them kind of numbers. He had that one crazy year with Randy Moss, but aside from that, Brady was doing a lot of dipping and dunking for a lot of his career. I think Brady 
he's gotten better as he got older. And I and I used to really you know not like Brady. I'm like, yo, he's throwing five yard passes. But, but then Brady, as he got older, when Grunt came yeah, along, he started really. Throwing the, he started throwing yeah. the ball later in his career. I yeah. agree with you. But in terms of when we're talking about regular season and Peyton Manning and, and not – just the command of the offense. In the, now, he's played with a lot of talented players, but his command of the offense, I've never seen anything like right. that. Even when they run the ball, it's yeah, like it's, uh, Peyton I'm, did It's that. almost like you're giving yeah. him the credit for the running yeah. plays, and I don't have a problem with that. Like, I don't. I, I feel like if you give him a decent running back, you know, he'll he'll be all right. You know right. what I mean? He, he can put them in a position that it's the right, right play at the right time. And I, I don't, we haven't seen that from anybody. And, and I don't even think Tom Brady does that in, in terms of mastery of the offense. The problem becomes I think you cannot ignore his postseason and there's there's things on his resumes that you, you can't ignore. Like that's what does eight, it for me. Eight times you were one and done in the yeah. playoffs. Like that's a lot, dude. Yeah. You, you know, and mm-hmm. his playoff record I think is two games over five on like I can't ignore that that he's fourteen and thirteen in the in playoffs. Mm-hmm. When a guy like Tom Brady is twenty four and nine. Mm-hmm. Like you, you just or Joe Montana's like I, I can't ignore that. And not only that, not just the winning percentage, all the times that we would see them go 14 and 2, 15 and 1, 13 and 3, and he would just be rewriting the playoff, the record books in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the playoffs, and that's not the case. You're like, you, you just can't ignore that. Um, but in terms of where you would, I, I, he, he's on a page by himself when he's rolling. Like, he, he, he's, and again, like I said, it goes to the running plays, it goes to the offensive line. Just, he literally was a coach on the field. Right. And um, it's one of those things that might have been his strength was his weakness also. You know what I mean? That when when things were going bad, there was no separation between the coach and the player. You know what I mean? So it was like if Peyton Manning was having a bad day, that meant your quarterback and your coach were having a bad day. You, right. know, you know what I mean? So when your quarterback got flustered, so was your coach because he's the one calling the plays. And it was like, that's what it would look like. So at certain times and the highlights when they would at the, at the peak of their careers, when we would have the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady battles, it almost looked like it was Peyton Manning versus Belichick and Brady. You, you know what I mean? Whereas though, like Belichick's like, I worry about Peyton. You right. do what you're doing. Whereas right. though Peyton Manning's playing the defense, playing everything. See, that's, that's, that's why, that's why I put him, you know, above them guys, because it's not just like, you know, it's, it's Tom Brady. That's Belichick. That's the most prepared team in the league. The most, the best organization in the league, and they they be prepared. And as far as when it comes to just winning a game like that, it's not all on Peyton. It's it's a lot of little you stuff mean, it's that not happen. All on Brady. It's not all on it's not all on Brady, and it's not all on Peyton as far as them losing. I mean, cause oh things, no, yeah, got you right. Things right. happen, you know, a tip a tip pass here, or a pass interference, a a bad block, or you know, your defense just can't get stops. I mean. If it's just one game, I mean, the Giants beat the, the undefeated um, Patriots. No, no, I mean, no, if it's I, just one game, things like that happen. I don't think that takes away from him and all that he has done and the things that he can do that nobody else can do. Yeah, but you can't. Them guys have been asked to do a lot less than him. I agree. But that's but the thing is, it's one of those things that that's, that's him, though. You can't – there was no separate – like, when you try and separate the two in Denver – it's like, yo, he can't he can't work with an offense coordinator. When you say, hey, we're going to do the offense, he's like, no, that's not how it works. I do the offense. It's my, I am the offense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that is what it is. When you buy the Peyton Manning package, you're like, you don't buy the quarterback not sold separately. You know what I'm saying? You buy offensive coordinator and quarterback. That, that's mm-hmm. what you buy. And now the run, like everybody has to be on the same page. Like you don't just grab a running back off the street. 
because, yo, he needs to know all of these audibles mm -hmm. and all of these, you mm -hmm. know, every single body needs to be on the Peyton Manning game plan. It, it just, it's not the plug and play sort of thing. Whereas, though, the difference is, I feel like a guy like Brett, like, if, let me put it this way. If I have to grab a, if, if, you know, my quarterback falls out this week and I need a quarterback for this game, give me Brett Favre before you say give me Peyton Manning. Because Peyton Manning, you can't just plug and play Peyton Manning and be like, man, go deep, I'll hit you. Right. Like, nah. He's going to show up with a playbook and he'll be like, dude, it's going to take months to learn this. You know right. what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, I can't learn these audible. Whereas, though, if I got to, you know, if you're doing the Sandlot thing, Brett Favre's like, hey, man, you get open, I'm going to hit you. Yeah, I agree with you on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just is yeah. what it is. You get open, yeah. I'm going to hit you, period. I agree with you on that, too. But, but even, but even I, can say that, I can say the same thing for Tom. I don't know if Tom, yeah, nah, I don't I, know if Tom is just it, going it, to, you know, Cleveland and lighting it up. No, nah, nah, he, nah, probably not doing that. But I, I think that he would be uh, that 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 scenario that I gave you. There's very few that I would put with Dan Marino, Kurt Warner, yeah. Brett Favre in terms of like, yeah. yo, you get open, I'm a fine. Yeah, you. they just they can throw the ball they can right just now. The ball probably. right, yeah. yeah, yeah. All those guys definitely yeah. right now could probably throw the ball 60 yeah. yards, no right. problem, right. and hit you on the fly. Um, but, no, I, I agree. Tom I'm not is, so sure that you drop Tom Brady on the Cleveland Browns. He's been he's, fortunate. <laughs> he's, he's been fortunate, and he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's his his, his stars aligned. Mm -hmm. And that being said, um, you know, one a lot of people stars in line. He made the most of it, you know. So that's, yeah, that's a two part story. For the same coach playing in the same system. They, you know, they except that one year when you know, say with Randy, was just going crazy. Other than that, keep them a little quick, little slot guy that's going, you know, create mismatches. Keep them running back out the field like they started with Falk. That's going to create little mismatches for the stuff that I they do. I think no matter what team, here's where, here's where it starts to get where interesting with me, and, and I'll come back more on your side, Slim, is that I feel like no matter what team Peyton Manning went to, and if he had got drafted by any team, maybe except for the Browns because they just find a way to screw it up in the Redskins, mm -hmm. but no matter, there was no scenario where Peyton Manning wasn't going to be a Hall of Famer. Right. I'm not so sure Tom Brady ends up on the wrong team that we even have any idea who the hell Peyton Manning is. I mean, uh, excuse me, Tom Brady it, Absolutely. You, you know what Absolutely. I mean? I, 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 New Breeze don't get hurt. You know, we, we never, might never hear of him. Yeah, you know, so that, that I do think about Tom Brady. But that being said, you can't take away that he got his opportunity and he, he took full advantage Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. You know, took once you. Full advantage of it. Yeah, you start off, you went in the Super Bowl, and now once you get that confidence and you know, you know that you're the guy, you're not going to be replaced, and you're, you're asked to do, look, coach, just do this. And just do this and we'll be okay. But he, he maintained the professionalism and the thing like he was he was in the right system and he handled it. A lot of mm -hmm. there's a lot there's a lot of people who you could have put in that situation and they would have screwed it up. You know, in terms of won a Super Bowl, big headed, can't tell him anything of the mm -hmm. case like he maintained the same he's cause the thing is, even to today, he still seems like the guy who doesn't have any ring. You know what I mean? Like he's still hungry and wants more and wants yeah. more and wants yeah, more. And I think that can I think that's that stuff all started coming with time and experience. Because right. it wasn't like he was a top guy. He was he was a late pick. Nobody wanted but him. But on the flip side of that, if he never goes to the Patriots, how many Super Bowls do you think the Patriots have? Don't know. Don't know who they have. Don't know who yeah. they get. Don't know. I mean, that's all guessing. You know what right. I mean? I have not, not right. a clue in the world. But what Peyton Manning does, that's only him. He's like... Peyton, Tom Brady's situation was great situation, great coaching, great team, yeah, and he, he wasn't became great. Too much. Peyton Manning's great, yeah. situation is him. Like he's a computer offensive genius, yeah, and, no, and, that, and that. that's that just was going to be what he was going to be. Right now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have a, that you're a clutch and that you don't freeze up in the moment. Mm -hmm. That that's a complete. Those are two completely different things. Some of the greatest clutch shooters of all times aren't even good shooters. You know yeah. what I mean? That they just 
have water in their veins. Right, you right. know what I mean? Period. And I think that there's certain guys. I think Tom Brady does have more water in his veins than um than Peyton Manning does. Um, I think that if you put skills competition wise, if we were to say, hey, who can hit that trash can on the hole seventy yards or sixty five yards down the field? No, I don't think Peyton Manning wins that battle, and I don't think Tom Brady wins it either. Mm-hmm. You know, give me Drew Brees. I'm mean, give me a Drew Brees. Give me a. Uh, uh, Brett Favre, Kurt Warner, mm-hmm. you know the Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. Dan Marino. Those were th- throwers of the right. ball. You know, what I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to have Peyton Manning in my top 50, uh, ten greatest throwers of right. the ball of all times. But um, he he's going to be a hard one to rank. And then the same, he's 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 a hard one to rank in that. In one breath, he's unanimous number one. Mm-hmm. But there's other things that you just say, you know, didn't really have that one. So you know, then you have to try and figure out how much are you willing to dock him. For that, you, you know what I mean. So right. I, I I don't have a problem with anybody saying he's number one, and I don't have any problem with somebody being like, yo, you know, I feel like Brady was more clutch. I I feel like they're both good arguments. I just try to look at it as because it's a team game ultimately, and things got to go right for the team for you to win. Especially, I mean, because look how many defensive teams. Defensive teams usually the teams that win, and and with him, it just with all the stuff you can control. I don't think Tom. Like I say, he wasn't asked to do as much, you know, a lot of years in his career. I look at a guy we just mentioned, Aaron Rodgers. Got to be the most perfect, the perfect quarterback mm-hmm. that I ever seen mm-hmm. as far as everything. Mm-hmm. All the tools. He should be. He should be the, the one when it's said and done. And if he don't win three or four rings, I mean, does, does that take away from all that he can do and all that he has done? And it's not fair. Some guys, you know, Terry Bradshaw type of guys right. just ended up on a team and they got all these rings because they were just on the best team. But, it, again, it's like the, you can't ignore the regular season monster yeah. who turns into a mediocre at best quarterback in these big games. Like, I'm See, looking at this playoff log. It, you know, this when they go 13-3, and three, they lose – they score 16 points – he completes less than fifty percent of his passes with no touchdowns. Right. They lose forty-one to nothing to a Jets team that was a wild card team. He has two interceptions, and they were the number one seed. Like, scored zero points in a playoff game. Like that, mm-hmm. you can't ignore that. Right. You know. You know what I mean. Um, and why so, but so, but why is that? Like, why do you score zero points? Yeah, but why? Why do you think that is? I mean, he can't play. I mean, I, I, I think mean, that things I, happen. I, I feel like. I feel like Peyton Manning is the most prepared person on the planet. And then when you hit him with something, like, you know how certain people are like, yo, I'm prepared for that, I'm prepared for that. And then you throw a pop quiz and that guy weighs, that was not in the study packet. That's that's not fair. That question is out of bounds. You can't use that. And no, I feel that's like a great analogy. Great analogy. But, but It's like when Peyton Manning does it, and you can see the look on his face, like when he throws an interception, he almost looks like you're cheating. Like, no, 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 that no, no, no. Film. no. Like, right. you right. cannot <laughs> drop the nose tackle in right. coverage. You have, I've watched right. every play you had this year, right. and you never did right. that. No, it's absolutely. not supposed to be there. Absolutely. I get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it's that. Like, and that's how he gets. Mm-hmm. And then he looks on You see when he runs the sideline, he wants to see the – where did that guy come from? Right. Why is he there? You know right. what I mean? Like, that's not fair. Right. And then it's like once it happens once or twice, then he just starts – that's when you start the patting of the ball, and he looks flustered, and then it's just like he looks like, like yo, I prepared, and this is, this is not right. This is not where you guys were supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that Chargers game when Sean Merriman looked like Superman and was just flying all over the place, and, sat, and Peyton Manning was looking like, yo, who is this kid, and why can't nobody block him? You know what I mean? Right. He just looked – like Sean just rattled him completely. You that, know what that, I mean? Isn't that what, like, isn't that what Brady looked like a few weeks ago? When uh, that's what Cam looked like. Just what's McCall yeah, with uh, I mean, Miller that, when, uh, that when, kinda, there when 
and that was kind of stuff happens. Brady looked that way against us. That kind of that kind of stuff happens. But then you look at like the game against Seattle when they were blown off the field. You get your first interception. Um, running back, running back misses the catch at the tip. Okay, interception. Then possession after that maybe or or after that. The the center just hikes the ball while Peyton's back there trying to make calls. Like <laughs> that stuff. That's, yeah, yeah, that's out of his control. But you know, all you think about, oh, he played terrible. Oh, he was scared. I'm like, come on, man. No, stuff I, happens. No, stuff happens. But I I think Peyton, if you can ruffle him, which isn't easy. If you can ruffle him mentally, not yeah. physically, mentally. No, what you said, what you said was perfect. It's like he's yeah. that wasn't in the he, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that wasn't in the back. Yeah, you know no, what that I mean? was. And it's like once you can ruffle him, and if you can make him think, like it might be a whole section that I didn't even start. Right. You know what I mean? He'll be like, "Oh my god, right. this, this this is not like you know that's not what he's that's." But when he's prepared, which is ninety nine point nine point nine percent of the time, he's perfect. Yeah, literally exactly. Perfect. Like like when pulling out there. Playing against the Bulls, and Mike Mike got three threes all year. Next thing you know, six threes in the first. That's why Mike and putting his hands up like, oh, I know, no, I don't usually do this. Like, I mean, what do you sometimes some stuff like that happen that you don't prepare for? We talked about Denver. What do you um, what do you make of um, of Carolina and Cam? Um, man, they they're good. They're young. They're gonna get Benjamin back. They're gonna be scary. If they can, if they can, which I imagine, what they can just franchise them, Norman. Um, is, is Thomas a free agent too? No. Um, if they if they can keep that team together, man, they're gonna be dangerous, man. I don't know if they if 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 Ted gonna ask for some money. I don't know what kind of deal Ted can sign, but I'm sure he's probably playing for damn near free. But I'm sure yeah. he can only get a like. He's not gonna be asking for Calvin Johnson. No, 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 not at all. Get. But he he's gonna he's gonna want to get paid. He had 11, yeah. 11, 12 touchdowns this year. He's I, for me. I, I look at Carolina, and it, it just had the feeling of a lightning in a, in a bottle sort of thing that were like, I, it doesn't really add up. And I I just wouldn't be surprised if it just fell off the face of the earth. Like yeah. it was like this was like a yo. Remember that one year that them dudes was no. balling? Like yeah. I just everything seemed to click. Wasn't really that mm-hmm. many um, injuries to key players. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas though, like you look at it and just say the running game had a really good year, right? Jonathan Stewart had like a pretty good year, but he wasn't like great. You, you know what I mean? And you know, you'll say like, the, and then when you go back in hindsight, you're like, you know, they were, they were had a great offense there. Like none of the receivers had a great year. You know what I mean? And nobody would be shocked of if Ted Ginn would, if we look back on his career and he had that one year, we had 11 touchdowns and mm-hmm. we never heard from him again. Uh, you know, so it's like, it, to me, it just seemed like all of the stars aligned. Cam was playing out of his mind. Um, you would like in in an ideal world, Cam only gets better, right? But lately, we've seen that that's just not how that works. I mean, how many quarterbacks have we seen in the last three years who we thought were you know we thought Kaepernick was about to rewrite the history books? Yeah. RG three was about mm-hmm. to Andrew Luck. Now we have to pump our brakes on Andrew Luck. We don't even know what we got to Andrew <laughs> Luck anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right. So it's like, could could Carolina go right back? Yeah, but it 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 really has that. Lightning in a bottle feel to me that like everything went right. Magic carpet ride. I don't know. I think it gets better for them. I mean, I went against Carolina all year. I thought they was fluke. Then, you know, the more I watch them, I'm like, all right, they're pretty good at, you know, I'm like, they're hard to stop on offense. They can stop you on defense. They're going to get back a 6'5 beast to add, you know, to, to what they already have. I just felt like it was, I felt like it was fate. You know, for 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 Peyton to get this one, that defense was one of the best I've seen. And um, 
I, I, I think they needed to be humbled, man. That team, they talked too much trash. Cam, Norman, I mean, them guys, they, 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 needed, they needed to be humbled. They and needed one, this. And I one think thing that'll better. be different next year, Slim, they caught, they went, they caught everybody by surprise. Yeah. You, you know what I yeah. mean? They were. But after so a while, it wasn't a, a surprise different. no more. No, it wasn't, but it was still was like, I'm sure they were thinking in their head, like, man, because remember, all season long, what was everybody saying? Like, they ain't play nobody. Right. They ain't play yeah. nobody. Yeah. So, you know, so everybody's like, man, once they play us, we're going to beat them. They ain't play nobody. They ain't yeah. play nobody. So it was like, even when they were 7 and 0, even me was like, yeah, I don't, you know, like, me too. It was like, me yeah, too. I don't know about that. Me it too. Was I'm 12 like, 12 no. and I remember you were like, yo, when are you going to get on? And it's just like, I mean, I don't know. The, the pieces just aren't really Half there. my loss is probably pretty yeah, against yeah, them. You know what I mean? mean? So, yeah. So, you know, so, but I think next year it's going to be, nah, this, this is the this is the team. One, they talk all that trash. Yeah. And, and then two, like, you know, they were in the Super Bowl last year and this is the reigning MVP. So it gets, you know, when everybody's coming for you every mm. single week, like, I would not be surprised at all if they go nine to seven next year. But the thing about that is, is, for for it's for a while now. Once they really, you know, was undefeated late in the season, guys were coming for them. They still had to go through Seattle, mm-hmm. won that game easily. Mm-hmm. A good Arizona. team, Arizona, Arizona, who we probably call the second best yeah, team in football. Exactly, won that game easily. Yeah. Two good teams. So they them dudes wasn't surprised by Carolina. Nah. They they took care of them guys easily. They just you know ran up in Denver. They got they 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 got too big headed. They're young, and they needed to be humble. Yeah, I could, don't disagree with any of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't disagree. Yeah. But I do I think it gets do, better for them. You know what it really reminds me of was the um, the Michigan Fab Five when they ran into Duke. Yeah. Remember, Michigan was, mm-hmm. like, just running away. They had all the yeah. talent in every position, yeah. and Duke was just like, hey, man, we just run our offense, and, yeah. you know, hey. And you look at Chris Webber versus Leighton, and you're like, come yeah. on, that's man-child versus yeah. slow old white dude, right? right? And then it's just like, but I don't wow. think I don't think – I don't think – Oh, uh, Fat Five was as cocky as this this team. Fat yeah, Five, they just they played, cocky. Yeah, they played cocky. Like they <laughs> they were they were exciting. You know, they had big shorts and black socks. They played cocky. I don't think they were just out there just talking trash. And Duke was just a more experienced team. They was talking trash. I know you've seen the, the Fat nah, Five. I, I seen 30. it. I seen it, but I don't. I don't feel like they Looking was over there dunking on people and just yeah. no regard to human life at all. Yeah, yeah, but they they not going out there, you know, talking trash about. You know, Josh Norman, man, I didn't. This guy don't can't can catch on me. Look at my stats last year, and mm-hmm. I mean, no, dabbing got, and got, all they that. They got humbled. Like, yeah, they got humbled. Yeah. Going take that part to transition into what do you make of all this the post game cam stuff? Um, just like he says, I mean, I mean, obviously he's a sore loser. He 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 went back to how he was. Before when everybody was like, "Yo, what's good with this kid?" in these interviews after they because they losing and he <laughs> he don't really know how to handle that. Yeah. But when he's winning, it's fun, right, you know. Right, it's, right. it's games and obviously like he just he just don't know how to lose. Well, as a, in the locker room, do you even care? If I was in if I was in his locker room, would I care? Yeah. Um, if, if mean, after the game when you guys. There was some times that you guys were supposed to do a lot more, and then you'd be knocked out in the first round. If Melo just walks out, of, like, do you care? Or is it just no. like, yo, man, I don't give a damn. I'm mad, too. No. I'm just happy they ain't asking me the questions. No, because I wouldn't be mad because I know, like, using Melo, if I'm in there, I, I know Cam. This is my brother. This is my right, teammate. Right. And really, really, as as players, I mean, nobody want to do that, period. Right. Win or lose, man. Just let me. I want to play basketball. I want to play football. I want to, you know, go home and rest and and chill out. I don't want to have to answer none of these questions. It's not really. I didn't grow up practicing how to answer <laughs> right, questions. Right, I right. I want to practice on what I love to do, and this ain't part of it. It's just something that I 
have to do. So when you, you know you lose and you know you frustrated and you got guys, you know, asking you you know a lot of dumb stuff and pe- people ask really stupid questions repetitively. Yeah, repetitive, stupid. Just like thing. ask the same question yeah. over. Yeah, and then the same question. Then so you would you say they scored more points than you? Right. Does that mean they're better than you? Right. Would you say they're more good than you? <laughs> like I mean, you just keep asking. Like, dude, that's the same question. Yeah. So what did you say to coach? You know, after, <laughs> after you didn't try to pick up the fumble. Like, come on, man. What do you? I just want to go home. But then you got to listen to, you know, Harris over there talking about, well, we wanted to make them throw the ball. Yeah, and I know true. that really – that's that probably really would, would set them off right there. I mean, I would like him to be more mature overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind, that kind of plays into his immaturity as far as, you know, even other stuff, you know, that he does. But, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at him if, if I was, you know, his teammate. I, I'll, I'll agree with everything you said 100% and that it's one – a maturity thing, but it, it, let's let's start with nobody's perfect. You know what I mean. So it's like if I listed the, the list of Cam's pros and cons, like you know he has all these pros, but like yo, know, if you lose, he's not gonna be too happy to talk to the press. Like I'll take that. I I can live with that. When I sit there and I'm watching it, as mind you, somebody who's ten years older than Cam, I say, man, bro, like you know, you gotta be professional standing there and answer all these dumbass questions. And deal with it. It's easy to say that sitting on I mean, my couch at home with nobody asking me anything, and and being ten years older and wiser than than that person. A twenty six year old me in that situation, right after the game, with dude feet away talking about me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'd have done. You, you, you know what I mean? I would like to think that I would stay there and answer the questions, but again, mm-hmm. it's real easy to say that sitting mm-hmm. from your couch. You know, whatever. I've seen fans who don't want – we all have that friend who doesn't want to answer the phone call after his team loses. You, you yes, know what I mean? He didn't absolutely. even play in the game. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't even play in the game, you know, and he don't want to answer the phone. But then mm-hmm. he's sitting on his couch being like, man, that guy's a sore loser. You're a sore loser and didn't even play. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and call any one of your friends, Dallas Cowboys Redskins fan, you call your friend on the other side when they lose and ask them the same questions ten times in a row and see if they don't hang the phone up on you. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even play in anything. Mm-hmm. They have a regular job and everything else. So, like, it's real easy to say, man, that person should have been more responsible. That person means I, – I agree. I said, man, in my head, I would like to think, damn, Cam, I would like you to hang in there and do it. I, but I don't think it's going right, to work. But, but look at this, though. We're moving on to Cincinnati. We're moving on to Cincinnati. Yeah. We're moving on to Cincinnati. Every question, we're moving yeah. on to Cincinnati, and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what he does. No I, I don't even know why they, they still ask that. I don't even know why he has press conferences. Yeah. Now, I mean, now the thing with him is that he's consistent with So that way, there, it's really not a news story when he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything after the Super Bowl, win, lose, or anything else. No. So, I mean, you can do that. And Bilicek's, right. and Bilicek looks like an unhappy person. So, you know, that's good for him. Right. Would I rather be Bilicek or Cam Newton? I would much rather be Cam Newton. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but, I mean, Bilicek looks like I, I, he wins win 10 Super Bowls in a row and he would look like he was pissed. But the, the only thing about it is, is okay, with all being said that we said about, you know, of course nobody want to answer all them stupid questions. But then you got, you know, 20, 30 other guys who still got to answer dumb mm-hmm. questions also. Mm-hmm. And they choose to handle it mm-hmm. differently than you do. Yep. And so. and I think that, that that what I would look at that and say is, they say, Mark, you left while DJ and A1 hung around. And so the only question I can give you is like, yo, they're more mature than me. What would you like me to say? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. Okay, I'm sorry. And, They're and, more mature than me. And like then, that's, I throw a football better than they do. 
Yeah. So what? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, you know, no more than I can say they can ask you about why I ran a 4-4 four, four and you ran a 4-6. Yo, he's faster than me. What would you like me to say about that? The difference, the difference of that is if you're, if you're the quarterback of the team, you don't want to hear from your quarterback, they're more mature than me. That's the I, last thing you want to hear from your quarterback. I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. So I feel he's Cam, been, but I also feel where he's catching some heat. I, he should. Um, I tell you what I was disappointed in today, 24 hours later, or however, what is it, today's Tuesday, 48 hours later, um, his his exit interview today with the media sounded real. Did you hear it? Yeah, her, sounded I heard bits real and pieces. RG3-ish. Real <laughs> RG3-ish. And yeah. um, the Leon joint. Leon can't do it all by himself. Right. Like It was... Like when somebody <laughs> asks you a question about you and you mention other people, it's just not a different look. Now, here's the thing is that I'm not even saying I disagree with anything he says, but I also know that you can't win. Like you, you you'll never win that battle. You know what I mean? Like if you're now, let's say you do something that you're not supposed to do and and, you know, whatever the case may be, there's certain battles you just can't win. And the only way you can win is say, I'm sorry. And that's it. You know, you trying to fight the battle in the media and being like, well, if Katri had caught that ball. Um, and the kicker had made the field goal, we would have won. All might be true, but you can't like you'll never win with that. You know no. what I mean? Like you, it's it's a battle that you're not. That's when that's the devil of when you're digging. You just yo, you just keep digging. Like so, you're talking about other people. You know what I mean? Like no, I mean, they asked you about you. You talk about you now. Definitely, I mean, could you come out there and be like, man, they didn't block where for nothing. I was running for my life. Mm-hmm. That's all true, but you can't say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, whether it's true or not, nobody wants to hear that, and you're going to be crucified. And then your teammates are going to look at you like, damn, bro, like, that's how you feel? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't realize you was perfect. So, you know, you don't win that way. And he, he had a lot of that. He took his blame, but he spread it out. And, I, you know, you, the great thing about the, as much as we get on the Bradys and the Mannings and they sound like robots, sometimes that's what you're just supposed to do. You know what yep. I mean? You think that. Tom Brady knows that his offensive line doesn't catch, and or you know, you know, in a game where you lose fifty to nothing, you think he knows his defense didn't suck. Right. But I mean, you just be like, yo, man, we, you know, I didn't play well today, and this is all on me. Yeah. Whether you believe it or not, yeah. put on your big boy pants, as Kobe says. Sit there and say, like you said, the other teammates are sitting there, and that—that's where it is a problem. I think, like, if we all get back into the locker room and you're back here, and you be like, damn, bro, you just left. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like, I mean, I sat there and answered all 30 of the questions. And, you know, he said it in that in his uh, E60 thing, you know, that this, the turning point when his teammate came to him is like, you know, he keep losing. And he said, you think we don't want to win too? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You want to win too. Exactly. So you, you, it's not a team when that? we win. Huh? Cam. He said that's when it was because you remember when they just kept losing and the, the, the knock on Cam was that he would be sitting all over there by himself mm-hmm. and he would just be mad and acting like, He's the only person in the guys. He said his teammate came and was like, yo, you think we don't want to win too? And he was like, yeah, I mean, you don't really get the right to be more mad than anybody else just because you think you want to win more than we want to win, you know. See, so, as, as his teammate, though, I don't, I don't get mad at that because rather you answer your questions or not, I got to answer mine. I got to do my job. You don't do your job. I got to do my job. So I'm not going in the locker room mad at him. That's up for but that's everybody every, that's else. you personally. That's every person. Like, but I don't see how 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 any your teammate can't be only 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 way they would be mad at that. I feel like if they're trying to protect you from what you're going to hear from mm-hmm. everybody right, else. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, no, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's like, yo, like, you probably shouldn't handle it like that because you know you about to get it. Like, I I get it. Yeah, I get it. But you know, 
Right, yeah. I mean, me personally yeah. being mad, like, you not, and I could care less either. Because, like you said, we all know that none of us want to do I'd that. I'd rather him not being out there throwing us under the bus. Right, now that, right, right. Yeah. Now that you get mad at. But, yeah. you know, him walking out because he's frustrated, yeah, we get it. I mean, but, but the media going to kill you for it. Yeah, and that's and that why that's why I'm saying I'm, I always think about these things like what would I do if said, if it was you, DJ, and, you know, I'm your right-hand man, and you got up from the podium, I'd be like, damn, Slim, I wish you hadn't done that. Mm. Not because I'm mad at you, but because I know what's about to come next. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, bro, they about to cook you. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like, you, you're never going to hear the end of this. If I if I could talk to you, I'd be like, man, just go back out there and stand there and just answer the stupid questions. Like, and we'll leave after that. But I promise you, it, it, the next ten minutes will, it, is worth it for what you're about to hear. Right. If you if you get up out of here and walk about of this um the situation, um the thing is we we always say, and it's, Dan Marino is the standing point for this joint when we say. Oh, so and so is young. They'll be back, and and no other sport are you not guaranteed to be back. More like football, yeah. you know. So we, it's easy to say, oh, Cam will have another shot. Yeah, I guarantee the damn thing in the NFL. You not know, Dan Marino went there not in his second year, never yeah. went back since. Yeah, you know, what I mean, the Jim Kellys, that's not the norm. You know, the Troy Aikmans, these guys mm-hmm. who get three and four, and Peyton Manning and five, and Tom Brady, five, six trips to the Super Bowl. That's not true. Like it's happening. Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. You know, I'm sure two years ago, we did, everybody thought Kaepernick would have been working on, you know, his second MVP. If yeah. I told you one of these young quarterbacks is going to be an MVP of the league, team's going to go 15-1, he's going to be the Super Bowl. Oh, that's Kaepernick. Yeah. Right. Nah. <laughs> no, that's the guy. And, and the same thing, if I was like, one of these guys who we always thought was going to be great, he got benched, he's looking for a new team, he'd be like, oh, yeah, that's probably Cam. You know yeah. what I mean? The, the, but but the, the, what, he, what he was fortunate and he's lucky is he has the same coach. He's there. They believe in him. They bought in. Um, they yeah, they, they they bought in. They got a good team. Yeah, he's out there in the woods. He's on there yeah. on his own. And, yeah. he, uh, and you can definitely see the difference between team chemistry. I always talk about team chemistry. It's real odd. It's almost the chicken or the egg. Which one came first? Because all the winning teams have good chemistry. But do you ever think that maybe it's because everything's good when you're winning? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's never. It's how often you hear about the losing team? They're like, man, they really take losing together well. <laughs> you know, everybody's happy about losing. You know, like that's that's not a good sign. At, at all, so um, yeah. Cam Cam definitely is in a situation where they bought in and they they're, they're locked into him. They're committed to him. They're committed to the coach. They're committed to to all of that, and that's good for him. Same with same with Brady. You know, them guys when you when you able to have your same coach all your years and you the guy year after year in that same system, you know that there's a comfortability there where you know kind of you know what what you're going to get from everybody, what you need to do, and all. But you got different guys coming in and out of there. It's rough. I I agree, and it's you know getting back to what we said on the other shows. That's why I'm not a fan of the different coach every year thing, man. Just just not, especially when you have a young quarterback. I don't think you don't do your quarterbacks any favor with learning new learning new offenses and tendencies yeah, and yeah. and just the trust. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure if you were to ask Brady about his career, he would tell you how much having Belichick. And I, I bet you they talk about each other like father son sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he knows me like the back of his hand, and that. There's something for that. Right. Versus every time you turn around, you're, you're just a new guy, new right. coach. Right. Um, but also, when you're a good QB, you're going to win games and keep the coach. You're, yeah. you're going to keep your coach. No, and so it kind of goes hand in hand. I, I I agree with you there. I I feel like Belichick would have been all right without Brady. Yeah. I don't. You know. Even I mean, we'll never know. I mean, because the thing I mean, is, Belichick already had a job. Yeah. And 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 didn't keep it. So mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, you do have to have. It's a two way street. The quarterback also has to be. I mean. Let's not say like Belichick and Jamarcus Russell would have been made <laughs> NFL history or anything like that. We, I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know, but I mean, 
because something tells me Belichick ain't exactly the easiest person to get along with right, either. Brady was Brady wasn't their number one pick. You know, Brady was a guy that just had to fill in when Drew went down. Yeah. And I mean, they had Drew before, and they didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. No, I mean, you can't you can't win every year. I mean, <laughs> but you know, when you but everybody know them as being the best organization, the most prepared out mm-hmm. of any any team in the league. Top to bottom, every mm-hmm. everything in football and a sport where there's 53 people on the roster and 11 people on the field at a time in two different sides of 11, it starts top to bottom, man. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's it starts the top and and it, and it trickles down. It's and like the Spurs, man. Team, yeah, team, teams that are a joke at the top, they're going to be a joke at the bottom. There's there's no there's no doubt about that. Um, anything else you want to say before we get out of the Super Bowl discussion? Um, no. Nope. Anything that jumped out at you about the um the game as a whole? I, I think the, I think we would get a better game if they won off of one week instead of two weeks. I really do think that, that the teams knowing every single thing about each other leads to a lot less action-packed, you know what I mean, like th- when they just know everything about well, each other. Well, last year's game was really good, though. Did you think so? Yeah, I thought so. Maybe thought maybe it just ended well. Maybe it was just the end. I think the end was well. I, I don't think last year's game, I don't remember that being exactly – I had a great ending. Okay, that might be true. But I don't think it was exactly a horrible ending. <laughs> a horrible ending. That was if the game went down to the to the last play yeah, of the game. I don't know how much more you can ask the for than that. Dumbest play call in NFL Super Bowl history. Whatever like, the case may be. Mm. It had it had you at the end of your seat edge of your seat on the last play of the game. That's all you can really ask for. But what, but what I was about to say is trust me on this, like with one week to prepare, they'll know the same. They're they they're gonna know they know first of all before nah. before they even go this the this especially these days it's the NFL them scouts they know everything yeah, they about do, every it's, team it's it don't even just, take it don't even take a week no but having two weeks is completely different especially you know but, that if you play on Sunday and then you're Monday travel Tuesday travel Tuesday you got Wednesday Thursday Friday to prepare and then then you're playing on Sunday versus you got a whole extra. Seven days to go over every. That's a, seven days is a lot of time, and that's exactly. It's a lot of unnecessary time because trust me, I've, I've you know been in there. You know with the Spurs preparing for team after team after team, and it really it really doesn't take that long. They're gonna have that stuff. Basketball is different, but football's got a lot of plays and a lot of schemes. A lot of yeah, schemes. yeah, but but Carolina doesn't run a lot of stuff. I mean, you, you. Yeah, so that way in two weeks you can figure out everything they're running. Man, well, you got you in two, three days, they'll have tape broken down for every single thing. And mm-hmm. a day, hours, a few days in a row of watching all of that, you're going to already know. And they're going to already have prepared for you how we're going to, how we're going to, you know, handle this stuff. It's a lot of information to digest. Football, basketball, in the, at the end of the day, is a lot more about talent. Than, than mm-hmm. football is. Football mm-hmm. is, I mean, if you could have the most talented beast in the world, if he doesn't understand the playbook, mm-hmm. he's useless. You know what I mean? If he's out of position, he's just useless. A basketball player, I mean, you can drop him in there. He can probably just give you 20 because he, he can score a basketball. A guy, you know, if you put a freak of nature just in the wrong position and he's running the wrong routes or he's running the wrong defense assignments and he's not covering this guy, you know, football is just so much more about schemes and, you know, and communication and knowing – and reckon, reckon, recognizing, I think I, that's just my personal yeah. opinion. Play, playoff basketball is, is is not is not as much like that. It's like you you know where this guy scores from. Mm-hmm. You know what percentage he scores from wherever he's at on the floor, 
you know, what plays they running for this person, the name of the plays, when they run it, what's their percentage shooting from this block, that block, you know every single thing. They're going to give everybody in there a, a whole sheet, a booklet, DVDs. You look at this when you go home. We're going to look at this in here. And it's all detailed. It's way more detailed than it is in a regular season. Well, and I'm pretty sure it's like that in football, too. Them guys, they had to go home and, and look at a Norman, and which is he probably do this on his own anyway. This is what, you know, a good cornerback can do. Look, Demarius is going to do this, 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 and that. And that stuff don't take two weeks to go over. Taking from this, do you feel any differently about, like, defense? Just in terms of, like, man, we need to if, – if you're a coach or you're a GM or you're a fan, are you starting to put more stock into, like, will you – probably have more appreciation for that because you actually guys won your two Super Bowls off of pass rushers. With yeah. straight, that was your strong point. And that's mm-hmm. the reason you guys always gave New England troubles because, you know, Strahan and uh, Tuck and, mm-hmm. and whatever the case may be. But watching that game, you kind of got the feel. And, and it kind of goes into the, to the email that we got. And it's like when you get to these Super Bowls, it's less about the Julio Jones, the Calvin Johnson, the super like – because the chances of you having one of those guys going for 10 catches, 180, like that's not really what the Super Bowl normally comes down to. It's mm-hmm. like, yo, we can't block Von Miller. We can't block Michael Strahan. Mm-hmm. You know, this one guy was all over the field. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like that's what we, over the last 10 years, that seems to be. And then and, and when the Seattle defense, you know, the defense is beating people up. And Tampa, when we won, it was, you know, we have no answer for this guy. And I feel right. like I do think that there's a correlation between you know, there's a hand-in-hand with these super dynamite offensive players. Generally don't tend – like, if we were to line up, line up the greatest defensive players and the greatest offensive players, I think you would find more of the defensive players have rings yeah. than, the, than, the def- than the offensive players. Yeah, I think so, too. And, it should, and that should have been the case last year, too, but they didn't hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch. I mean, luckily, last year New England got one when they beat a better defensive team, which when they shouldn't have, but for the most part. It has been really a, a defensive battle. When I was Super Bowls, I mean, Eli got our MVPs. I mean, he, he, made, he made some unbelievable plays. But our defense, you know, really slowed down what, you know, New, Eng- New England was used to, what, what they're used to doing. What they said now is the stat is uh, 13 times the number one defense has made it to the Super Bowl, the number one overall defense, mm-hmm. and they're 11-2. and two. You know, so, like, generally, if you have that defense, and when we sit here and we name just in our generation, because that's all I love, like, talking about, and we say the greatest offenses we've seen, a lot of them don't have rings. Yeah. We name the greatest defenses we've seen, they all have rings. Yeah. Whether you say the Tampa defense, the Ravens defense, the Seahawks defense, you know, you say, man, those are some great defense. But all of them have rings. The thing is, do, do we, we not calling them the great defense we've ever seen if they don't win, probably. But you just think about the, the teams that have had dominating defenses. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you win. Yeah, you win. You know what you I mean? Win. So, uh, when – when you watch that and you see a Von Miller and a DeMarcus Way, you start thinking like, yo, here we are spending all this time drafting receivers and running backs and all of that. And it's like, yo, you get two, one of these guys on each end and they just made Superman look like, uh, you know, Jeeves. Like, yeah. yeah, like he can't, yeah. he can't do, you can't do anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether they just went through, you think they just beat Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady, and, and Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. One, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Three games in a row. Mm-hmm. And the offense didn't do anything spectacular in any of those games, right? And they just beat them up defensively. So I think I took away from that, like. But you got to be able to get there. You got to be able to get there because you think about the the Texans. They go out and get Clowney, and they got JJ Watt. That hasn't worked for them. Clowney can't stay healthy. But yeah, exactly, but if I'm the Texans. I not, you understand what they're trying to do? Yeah. yeah you, you look at it and you say that's what you're trying to do. Now on the on the flip side, 
I don't think you need to have Brian Hoyer, and and you know I don't think you can go to that extreme. <laughs> like we get these two great defensive ends, and then let Brian Hoyer and nobody else give, run the right. show out there. Like I, you know, you have to have a, a happy balance. But you do get what the, the that's what you think to yourself. Like because JJ Watt is one, and you think to yourself, man, we get somebody doing the same thing on the other side. Yeah, they when I got Wolfuck, yeah. got Clowney. Mm-hmm. I mean, they cushion. I mean, they they don't have a bad defense, but you gotta have you gotta have a little little more than that. A little more than Brian Hoyer. Yeah, because Denver also got Tlaib and Harris out there, oh, yeah. and you know Ward, and you know they they got a complete a complete defense. Yeah, what do you see for them? If, now let's assume Peyton Manning is done and moves on. What do you see for them? Um, first of all, they're gonna have to pay Von Miller a lot of money. Yeah, from what from what they're saying is essentially when Peyton Manning retires. He just hands his paycheck over to yeah. <laughs> like that fifteen million a year you were getting. Yeah, you could just go ahead and hand that right on over yeah. to Bob Miller. So that, um, that money, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who made the most of his opportunity? He definitely got himself a nice payday. It depends on. I mean, are they are they are they moving along with Osweiler? Or are they going to try? I, I don't to understand why the consensus get, is so heavy on him. Like you know, like oh, they're moving I, along I, with I like him. I'm like, I didn't see anything that was like. Yo, we got to lock him up. I like him. I like Osweiler. I just, but I think Osweiler's another quarterback where, you know, in that, in that, in that Kubiak kind of system, it ain't really, it ain't really that QB friendly. I know, I know Schaub had a few 4,000, you know, passing yard, you know, seasons in his system because, I mean, they ran the ball so heavy, you know, their play action was always so, so, so big for them because, you know, they were, they were run heavy. And um, but that's not for a quarterback who can you know really gunsling and make all these throws. I don't know if that's the quarterback that that Kubiak really needs. I like Oswald. I think he can make throws, but I think he probably need to play somewhere else where they let him, you know, give him some more receivers out there, let him you know really get a chance to, all, to throw the ball all the way out far out. Just guess with Oswald at the helm for this team for 16 games next year. I mean, there's a lot of weapons. Demarius mm-hmm. Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, like they got weapons. What, what do you see? Just to throw it out there, like you say, I'll go first, and I'd say a nine and seventeen. Nah, you think better than that? Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll. Their defense is too good. I just, we just talked about that. Yeah, they are. I, I, but they win. They won a lot of games, like thirteen ten, yeah. and you'd be surprised how quickly those thirteen ten games get flipped the opposite way when the quarterback throws an interception for a touchdown. You know but what I mean? The thing like, is, they did. That doesn't have anything to do with your defense type of situation. They did. They they were, they were what they lost, one game or something, and, and Peyton had thrown 17 interceptions already, and they still won them games. Like, I, I remember for us, Tampa, we were 14-2. and two. Defense was amazing. We won the Super Bowl. Next year, came back with same defense intact, and Brad Johnson just took it to another level of sucking, and we yeah. were not even close to the same team. Right. You, you know what I mean? Just because – that it does make one difference when you don't ask the quarterback to do much, and now all of a sudden he's doing more for the other team than he's even doing for you. Yeah. And it just, you know, and it, those things real quick, those 13 to 10 games you lose. Mm-hmm. Like, how many games did we see the Ravens this year lose by three or four points? And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, you look up, you're, you know, two and seven. Yeah. And like, all these games are lost by three points. And it doesn't really matter because they're all lost. Well, when, when you, first of all, when you come back from winning the Super Bowl, you already, you already got that confidence, you know, uh, alone. Even after we, you know, we, we, we crept in the playoffs. And won our first Super Bowl, and then the next year we were like eleven and zero before before Plaxico Barrett shot himself. And I don't know, we were the greatest team. Like let's say we barely made the playoffs, but after we won the Super Bowl, we had that confidence. We were rolling, rolling the next year before you know you know Plaxico shot himself and it went downhill from there. But I think Denver would still have that confidence that you know they can stop anybody, and all they need the offense to do 
is you know be be decent. Yep. Um, football news to get to after that. Um, couple of different things happened. Uh, one, Marshawn Lynch hangs him up. Yeah. I, I, I don't like know how they, long that lasts. I, I feel like that after that Super Bowl, things were never right. Like it just it never seemed like it got back right over there. Mm. And um, and I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure Marshawn didn't just come back to get himself his extra $5 million for one more year and right off into the He never really seemed that engaged this season. Yeah. He never went back to his form. That that random late scratch at the play the playoffs thing, like mm-hmm. we still haven't heard what that was about. We probably never will. But, like, you practice on Friday and Saturday, and then you just don't even fly the team? Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's a weird dude overall. Yeah. I don't know I don't know how much he even loves loves football, period. I think he's just a beast. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I don't think he cares. He cares that much. You see, um, <laughs> I guess when a guy they caught recorded, mm-hmm. the guy was like, "Yo, you coming back?" Mm-hmm. or something like that. He's like, "Your mother coming back?" Yeah, no, like, yeah, he said something else coming back. Yeah, he said, is your B coming back? Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, like, <laughs> like the guy ain't even asked nothing that bad for nah, you. To, he didn't for say you to, rude either. Yeah, I just wanted to know are you coming back on that, and he just, I don't know. He's just, that's just a little weird how he kind of you know he he's too hood. You know, you made it, dog. <laughs> right. You ain't you you don't you don't have to keep it that real. You know what I mean? Goodness gracious. Like why definitely why are you so mad? Yeah, and now I can see when, when people getting on your nerves and you know you wanna <laughs> no, you fed up with when it. When I but. saw that video I definitely was like that was on call for well, yeah, that was I didn't say for it. Yeah, was it a reporter? Nothing. I don't know who it was. It, it sounded like a yeah, fan or something. It could have been anybody. He was. just was walked into the lobby, hey Marshawn, you gonna come back next year? He turned the dude literally said are uh, you coming back next year? And he turned to him and said, "Did your B come back? Did you get your B back? Like, damn, bro." Yeah, I, I thought that was way and that's and just what you just said. Like, the the he practicing all week, he looking good. Next thing you know, yeah, he can't make the trip to um, Minnesota. That was weird. Yeah, that was weird like, because we never the, the the general thing is you go and you try that day, and if yeah. you know, we've heard of scratches where it's like he tried to come out here and warm up and he just didn't yeah. have it. When you're yeah. just like, I ain't even gonna try tomorrow. Yeah. I'm just not even yeah. flying out there like, yeah. huh? that's that's I really mean, weird. Like, I mean, we all agree you should have got the ball last year in the Super Bowl and you'll you have two rings. But goodness gracious, bro. I mean, <laughs> you got you to gotta care a little bit. Yeah, he, he um, interesting, interesting uh, career. And then it, which leads us into the next part is that, well, there's talk about whether he should be, do you see Hall of Fame? I didn't. Me personally, I I don't think so. I mean, I gotta look at his numbers. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think so. It's either. an impressive resume, but when I look at people who aren't in, i.e., Edron James, mm-hmm. like Edron James' career was better than uh, Marshawn Lynch's, if you ask me. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't think Marshawn Lynch even has a um, rushing title. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I didn't even know that he would be 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 up for this until. I I seen a question, you know, over the last week. Well, you know what he benefited from was the fantasy football era, which makes put certain people on a pedestal that that is perceived, and it's a touchdown pedestal. You know what I mean? Because when you get these people are ranked, he's a keeper. He's a number one. He, he's a top five fantasy back because he doesn't come off the field and he gets touched. He gets goal line carries. Mm-hmm. So that escalates certain people to the status that you're like, yo, gotta have dude. He's a beast. And when you ask someone so why he's a beast, we're like. He gets me 12 points every week, you know? <laughs> like, that's why he's a beast. And, like, has he really impacted the game? Like, I mean, not really. Like, if you think about these, these, the, okay, for example, these Texans receivers, not excuse me, these um, Jaguar receivers. If this was 15 years ago, nobody would have a clue who the hell they are. Yeah, 
you know what I mean? But they're household names. Um, what what's what's the two dudes named Allen Robbins and um and uh, Hurts. and Hurts. Fifteen years ago, they would just be dudes catching footballs on losing records. Mm. That's all they would be. But in this fantasy football era, they're top five names. You know, you right. mentioned them with the likes of Calvin Johnson and Julio Jones. Right. You know, so I think Marshawn Lynch benefited from that in 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 that sense. Don't do Aaron Foster like oh uh, DeAndre, Hopkins? DeAndre Hopkins, he's a beast though. Yeah, but but yeah, no, I'm right. No, absolutely, yeah. Fifteen years ago, DeAndre Hopkins would just be that guy, the Texans receiver. That's what his name would be, the Texans receiver. Um, I I didn't see a Hall of Fame career for me. I I think he's a a fun player in terms of highlight reel. Like I, I'm, I'd be interested in putting on his YouTube clip and watching it. But he's not someone that I feel like revolutionize the position or change right. everything and that you'd be like, man, that was one dude you have to watch on a week-to-week basis. I, I think it was, mm-hmm. he has some great runs. He's a powerful back. Don't want to take anything from him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I didn't see him as game-changing. Well, he, other than his last year in Seattle and his first year in Seattle, where he, he, he didn't he didn't do too great. All this, all this, the four seasons in a row before that, um, 1,200, 1,590, 1,257, 1300. But then before that, this last year in Buffalo, he only played four games, 164 yards in four games, 450 in 13 games. I mean, that's a, that's so a good four year stretch. Like, and, yeah, I, and I'm then not he, so he sure. started off with 2000, 1100, then 1000. I feel like if you're putting running backs in the Hall of Fame with yeah. four good years yeah. in a row, mm-hmm. the Hall of Fame with, like Adrian Peterson. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. See, to me, that's what I think of when I think of Hall of Fame. Like, Adrian Peterson put together you know, when he's going to be said and done. 10 years of being his name mentioned as the top two running backs of all time and at one point in time, mm-hmm. the number one running back. To me, that's what I think of when I think about Hall of Fame is that this guy was number one or number two for you know a long time. Mm-hmm. Not like at his best year, mm-hmm. he was the fifth best running back in football right. and he had four really good years. Right. That's, that's why, especially at the running back position where the turnover is so high. I mean, there's no shortage of running backs who put together four good years. You know, I mean, at that point, I bet you you could pick out Alfred Morris's numbers for the last four years yeah, and definitely. put them up against that. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't think anybody's trying to put Alfred Morris in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? But sure, have four good years. You had four, what, 1,300-yard seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But nobody's going to say, man, I watched Alfred, boy, and uh, watching him run was a thing of beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, put him in the Hall. Right. Um, while we're on that, the Hall of Fame, you saw the four that they get that they did go with? Yeah. What would you think about uh, no T.O.? I think it's crazy. I, there's, I, I think that's blasphemy. There's no way. I mean, they went with uh, Favre, Dungy, Kevin Green, and Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison can't be mad if he could only, like you said, if he could only pick four. I mean, you don't pick Marvin Harrison over Terrell Owens. No way. I think the problem, I, the thought process is, is that Marvin Harrison was on the ballot last year. To this is To's first time on the ballot. So Marvin Harrison already okay. didn't get in last time. I don't care about that. Marvin Harrison can get in when he get in. He don't get in. When T.O. is available, T.O. should have been on there. He's one of the top three in probably every every statistic in his position. So is Marvin Harrison. Yeah, He's Marvin not Harrison in the top three. Player. Marvin Harrison, when he put there's up only Ross, There's only Rice, Moss, and, and Terrell Owens, Owens. And Marvin Harrison's right there in the same. Because Marvin Harrison has more... I want to say he has more catches than T.O. He has more catches than T.O. T.O. has more touchdowns and more yards. 
and it's only like yeah, a, a, a few more yards. I'd rather have more yards and touchdowns and catches. I mean, you're out there catching five-yard passes, and Terrell Owens is breaking tackles, and he's running past people and down the field. Yeah. Marvin Harrison had that, you know, that year where he caught a oh, whole lot of footballs. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have, you know, Terrell Owens, you know, catch his 150, 60-yarder than Marvin Harrison catching five, ten-yard passes. Than Marvin Harrison did, too. I'm okay with that, and and he and he had his drops, and still, and he ain't never played with no with no paid man either. Cause he did, did terrible. I don't even think that'll work. Well, we don't know. He ain't never played with the, with a quarterback like that. Terrell always went out there and made plays himself. No, nah, he did. He was a, he was a, he was a beast. I I, I don't I I'm every with you. Route. I think I, every I, route. I feel like he should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. I I I agree. I definitely think he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. The the Hall of Fame. When you when you review the list of players that are there every year and you review the process, that's a tough process, man. Because you because yeah. I feel like you'll always be able to find four players that should make it over Tony Dungy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or right. or four players that should make it over Kevin Green. But one of these years, because I mean, you got guys like Kevin Green who, at the end of the day, I think he's like third or fourth all times in sacks. Mm-hmm. But I think on any given year, you can find four people better than him. You know, well, it's hard when when he's third or fourth all time in sacks. Yeah, but he, then, like, he, he, I, you got to get him in there some, somehow. Like, we, if they, especially you talked about how important that defensive line is and winning yeah. Super Bowls and how you know how important defensive players are. And then you, I mean, a guy like Kurt Warner, I don't think he was even close this year. To just missed out, and there's a lot of game, there's a lot of names you look on that list that is like, that was a uh, you know, that's a tough uh, tough little class there. That's a that's a tough. And the thing is, I think. Certain people do belong. There's something to be in a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I think T.O. deserved to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, and, and they and they talk about whatever other stuff he he did off the field and all that. And Marvin Harrison killed the guy. Should've, right. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> if you're talking about off the field, I'd much rather get into it with T.O. than uh Marvin Harrison. Yeah, he literally killed the guy. Like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah, and then what when he dug into, and the thing is, dude ain't even like denied or nothing like that. Marvin Harrison is definitely the silent dude that you like. Right. You don't mess with that dude. You know, they like, mad he at Tuck because he wants to win. He crying because yeah. he wanted the ball and he do sit ups in his yard. Come on, yeah. man. He was. Uh, um, I, th- I think T.O. belongs on the list of people who are uh, um, a first ballot Hall of Famer because his name is going to be mentioned. Like you said, he's in the he's in the top three or five in every single um, category. Right. So you know that's uh, where do you put uh, before we move on real quick? Got a couple of stories. Brett Favre got in, obviously. Mm-hmm. Where where do you rank a guy like Brett Favre? Because he's so much good and so mm-hmm. much bad mm-hmm. and so much. Uh, I mean, he is the definition of a gunslinger. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the definition, and you get everything that comes with that. You might you get friendly fire with a gunslinger. You know what I mean? Like he's shooting everything moving. Uh, absolutely. For a while, there was a few years in a row when I really, really started to pay attention. Because before, I never really. I watched, you know, a lot of games, but I never really, you know, looked at stats because we didn't have computers at all. Right, right. You know, so just know to have really, that information. Yeah, to look at stats. And I seen, man, Brent Favre was throwing 29 interceptions, 28, 27 interceptions. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> and it's not, just not only that, like the ones he's throwing, you're like, yo, this dude can't. And at the time, you'd be like, man, we just needed a field goal, dude. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're down two. We're going in for the game-winning field goal, and you just threw in the triple coverage for what? Yeah, I was like, whoa, this guy's <laughs> man. Then then when I really – it was, I think it was that year when he when he went to Minnesota. And, you know, just watching him, man, that, that throw he made 
in the back of the end zone against San Francisco, that game winner, I was like, man, nobody else in the world can make that throw. There's definitely things that you say about Brett Favre and, that you would say. It goes both ways. You say right. nobody else in the world can make that pass. Right. And then when it's intercepted, you say nobody else in the world would have tried right. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, you're at, he's definitely capable that, of making plays that only he can make. Then I don't know who it was. He They was like down. They were like down. It was in the five-yard line. He, he handed the ball off to somebody. And um, they, were, they, they made a long run. Brett Favre running. Halfway down the field and <laughs> put a hit on like yes. I think it was think yes. it was um might have been the same game I think it was um what's the what's the other linebacker that that just retired that um that's not Navarro Bowman in San Francisco oh Patrick, Patrick Willis man I think he put a hit on Patrick Willis somebody I'm like man this guy he's like forty I'm like yo no no dude I need I'm him I I, I became a, is, I was I, like you yo. know every player in the locker room sees that man and, you know he's man. out there. He's doing it now. You're, man, you're absolutely. He right. went like thirty-one and nine that year. Mm-hmm. And came back, man. I'm like, man, this guy here, he's the real deal. As far as where to rank him, um, I don't know. I mean, he's he he's high on that list. I mean, it's a lot of guys, like you said, they give a lot of guys credit for for Super Bowl rings and all that, and not and the, these guys that are really flawed in a lot of their skill set. But, you know, they were fortunate enough to be on winning teams and, you know, they can have a good game here or there or make a throw here or there. When you got these other guys out here who, who wasn't fortunate enough to play on these great teams, but they, they have the full package. They have the, the skills to do anything that these guys can dream of doing. And, I mean, I, I, like, the, I like the base mind a lot on ability. And then you, also, you know, adding the wins and all that, but really a lot on what they, what they can do. I, I agree, and that's where it gets so tricky because I feel like there's so many different – there's a group of, let's say, six or seven, and you can convince me that anybody on that list is anywhere from one to six, any last one of them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it kind of depends on how you're feeling that day, what you value that day. Like I said, there's a guy like Peyton Manning where you can be like, it was bar none, easy number one, and then you can throw some things out like, yeah, I guess you can't ignore that, you know what I mean? And then you say like a guy like Joe Montana, you're like, man, dude, one ice water in his veins, but – he couldn't dream of making some of the throws that Brett Favre made. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Couldn't even dream about it. That wasn't his arm. That's not his forte. That's not what he does. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, so there's there's different art. And then you look at a guy like Marino who just literally stands there and throws the ball to anybody, anywhere, any window. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just any distance, pinpoint accuracy. I ball out of there and quick. You, you know what I mean? At the drop of a dime. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you say, where do you rank that? But then you say, you know, never won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And never played on the team as good as those guys. And then you got a few guys like Elway who did a little bit of everything, and including some blowouts in the Super Bowl. Right. You know what I mean? But, I mean, he had the arm strength, the mobility. And, you know, so it, it's, it, it is real tricky. But I will say Favre is, like you said, I'm glad you brought up the running down there. That type of stuff is not in any record book. But it's in your memory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the, like you said, a quarterback running down to knock down the all-pro linebacker. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Awesome. Especially an old quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's... Any quarterback. He was old at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, he literally ran 50 yards down the field to do it. Mm-hmm. And to see the thing is, that's stuck in your head. You know, Absolutely. You, you know what Absolutely. I mean? It's They'll something always, that, you, that, yeah. that you're talking about yeah. years later. And yeah. that that's the type of stuff that you say, that, that that's Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. And I, you know... I, I can say I'm glad I'm not a Packers fan because I'm sure a Packers fan can tell you that there's a lot of heart, heart attacks that came too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. this dude. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe Brett just did that. Same, yeah. with, same with Romo. 
two exactly alike to me, Romo and Favre. Romo's, I mean, uh, Favre's way more of a, of a, of a risk taker than yeah, uh, yeah, Tony he, Romo. He is, way he more of a risk taker. Brett Favre was well aware that there was pretty much no scenario that involved him being benched, <laughs> questioned, or anything like I mean, the famous clip is of um, uh, Holmgren saying, what, get him out of there, get him out of there. Never mind. No, no, no. Let him, let him go. Let him, let him go. And Brett just kind of smirks, like kind of laughs, like, Got him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, you know, kind of whatever the case may be. And I mean, Romo mm-hmm. gets crucified. And Brett pretty much almost for all that time went scrutiny free in the media. You know yeah. what I mean? You just chalked yeah. it up as that's no. Brett Favre. Romo makes he makes he makes some of the plays where as though he's elusive in the backfield. You think you got him, then you don't. Next thing he's next thing you know he's making a play down the field, but he don't take as many chances as um. Yeah. Um. So would you say top five? Um. Let me let me see. Let me see here. We got. Got Montana, got, Brady, got Mon- Manning, Eli. That's who. <laughs> I'm just naming the names that you can so you can just throw them out there. I don't know what you have in front of you. So you say you mean Elway? Would you say Eli? Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah, I thought you was being uh, funny. No, I'm just yeah. no, no, hell no. I'm reading Elway. I'm Eli's name is right underneath it. Definitely didn't mean Eli. <laughs> All right, so Eli's top five. Let me see what you're looking at. I'm just looking at the names that are right there. You got Peyton Manning, okay, yeah. Brett Favre. Tom Brady. Okay, Marino. For 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 a while, for a while, I always thought, even when Joe Montana was winning and all that, I was like, um, Marino's the best quarterback ever to me. I, that's I why. That's, that was me. That's why I used to feel. But I'm like, I, but Montana was just on a better team. Then, as I got older, and you know, Peyton started to do the things he was doing, I was like, um, Peyton's the best. Um, I like Peyton. I like no order. Peyton, Dan. Um, Joe. Um, Steve Young too. Don't forget about him. He ain't doing long enough. He's he's, he's pretty good. Tom Brady in there, I can't. I can't. There's no way. <laughs> oh no, you can't have Tom Brady there's in your no top way. five. He doesn't like him. Yeah, there's no way. I mean, there's a way, but it's not. It's not happening. <laughs> um, let me see. I, I I wasn't heavy. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't a, a big Elway guy either. Um, he had, he had he had all the tools though. When we talk yeah, about like an Aaron yeah. Rodgers, he had the arm yeah, strength. He, the mo- he had the mobility, he, he, mobility, arm strength, and all that. I mean, I didn't know. I didn't think he 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 don't have he didn't have the touch. All all his passes were bullets. <laughs> right, because he had you know, He had like like Kaepernick. You yeah. know, Kaepernick don't have no touch. He just yeah. he just throw bullets. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is yeah. everything. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I'll definitely. I mean, before it's said and done, he'd probably be on the top of this list for me. Yeah, the ability to be number one. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know if it's fair to put him in a five now. Football by quarterback standards. Yeah. Another ten years easily. Yeah, I don't know. I could put him in a five now. Um, I don't. Brent Favre. Brent Favre might gotta. Might. Might gotta be in there. You can't have a top five that doesn't have Brett Favre or Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You might as well put Eli in there (laughs) because you're gonna run out of people to put it. Right. You said Steve Young ain't do it long enough. No Brett Favre. No Tom Brady. Be like, man, you you gonna have to come up with some names for me here. <laughs> nah, I mean, <laughs> I came up these last two spots, man. I mean, who, who, uh, who David Craig? Who, who's who's <laughs> there? Who did I put there that shouldn't be there? Peyton, you didn't yet, but you, you Peyton, got two spots. Yeah, you, Peyton, you got two spots. Dan and, and you, Joe. Uh huh. You got two spots. Peyton, left. Dan, Joe, Brent, and okay, so you got Brent in there. Yeah, I mean, I guess I between between Brent and Tom and John. That's three and um. I don't and, have a problem with that. I don't and, have a problem if you say I got six. I mean, just between them, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I mean, I can I could probably I could probably put Tom Farrell over over 
over even Joe. Yeah, over not no me. Over Dan Marino too. Over, I, I, I told not you. putting them over Dan Marino. Why? There's, there's six. There's <laughs> six not names. That, there's six <laughs> names. <laughs> I, there's six names. I feel that you can that you can do it. If you just you feel like it now now let's if we talk about just pure throwing, that's a whole nother that's list. A whole different ball. That's a whole yeah. different list. But I mean, I, I don't. I guess I, I guess I could probably put. But I I just think a lot of Brady's career was just he wasn't asked. Even Joe. All time on their team, they team they, was stacked. Yeah, they they they, they was one of the well old machine that ran you know that West Coast offense where they were able to pass the ball and they also had a great defense. They were they, they were fortunate to be in that team. But you know you got a guy like Marino who who wasn't who didn't have all the talent in the world. It's just him out there just throwing that like, ball. Like, man. like I said in it before we started the show, the fact that. He was throwing forty nine touchdowns when everybody else was throwing twenty five. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That's some. Un, that's the Barry Bonds out, seventy home runs when everybody else is hitting thirty. He's out there like, throwing the five eight receivers, man. Yeah. Just you know what like, I mean. Just throwing the ball up to to them guys, and that's 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 him, you know. And he just wasn't able to have that that great team like that. But okay. go ahead. I mean, if if Aaron Rodgers is eligible, he he makes my list. When he, I, I, again, but he I don't has, know if he, he can has, be eligible right now. He, no, I, no, not when we're mentioning those yeah, type of names, yeah, those yeah, type yeah. of resumes. Yeah. But um, there's no reason to think that he won't have all of these records. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, there's the, he, he has all the tools, you know. So I, I definitely am with you um, there. Um, He's like a, a mixture of all of them guys. All of them. You he know is. Putting in, in, in he one is. person. He is. He, mm. he, he absolutely is. He, I, I couldn't agree with you more. He, he absolutely is. And that's why everybody – you know, says it. You know what I mean? Like everybody loves Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on out of the football. Oh, one last football story. I'm gonna just give you one last chance. Are are you the last person on the Johnny Manziel oh. bandwagon? Oh, oh. <laughs> done with him. Okay, okay. You're off now. I'm done with him. One week. We got to check in with him because the boy yeah. does something every week. Yeah. I'm so we got to check in with you. And, I'm done with him. I don't know. Not even just worth thought it. this was business it's as usual. It's not even worth it. I mean, I do. I mean, I, I I root for him though. I want I want everything they saying just to be. Something that was just you know made up and not true, and him get a chance to go somewhere and play and do well, but it's, it's just too much. This is just enough. It's now. just too much, man. Um, I, I'm tired. I'm tired of even hearing about it. <laughs> I, it, it. And the thing is, is that we in all of this, the weirdest thing is we never hear from him. Yeah. You, you ever notice that? Like yeah. we never hear from him being like, guys, it's not what you think. You know, the, it's like he kind of just laughs at all this from the. Like, ah, not that big of a deal. No right. need to even address that. Right. Like, yo, they're saying that you broke your girl's eardrum. And we still, it all is, there's helicopters looking for you. There's reports of you being suicidal. Your dad, he doesn't even come out and his agent fired him. Like, and he, we still have yet to hear a word from this dude. You know what else is funny about that, though? We don't hear a lot about anybody, like, in the NFL higher-ups about any of this either, you know? As far as, like, Goodell or... Because the thing is, up, up until this last one now, which... All of it is just stuff that is not punishable. He's not doing anything. Like DJ said, Goodell can't comment about you being in the basement of your house. Mm-hmm. He can't comment about you having a bottle of champagne. You're over 21 years old. He right. can't, can't comment on you acting like a kid. Mm-hmm. And your team even can't make a comment. They can bench you and say, we don't want you. But this, so there's really nothing you can come out there and say. That's why I've been so much on his side because of everything yeah. you just said. He, he not, he's not doing nothing. He's not breaking any rules. He's not doing really anything. Like, guys – Guys in his house recording itself. Yeah, in the club with the bottle of champagne. So what? All yeah. that stuff is nothing. It was all stuff that they're blowing up. 
and they're holding against him. And that's why I was like, man, give this guy a chance. Get off his back. Leave him alone. Now, now you're just talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're beating up your girl. And you're be, you take, right. you, you mean, you're taking drugs. And, you know what I mean? Your dad. Yeah. When, when your dad comes out and says in a profession where, that, I mean, what your dad just said essentially cost you millions of millions of dollars. And what that says to me is your dad could care less about football. He really is concerned about his son right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he, like, when I read that, like, okay, this isn't a PR thing. This is like, yo, he could care less about money or anything. Like, mm-hmm. he's concerned about his son. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He he doesn't care if he ever throws another football day in his life. Like, right. he right. thinks his son has problems. Right. And and then his agent fired him at the same time. Which his was, agent fired now, him. Now, his agent gets money off of him. <laughs> exactly. And he says, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, which that to me tells you that he's listening to nobody. Yeah, right so you said him and his family has tried to help him all we can, and, you know, he just needs He's just not to listening help. to anybody. You yeah. know what I mean? Period. Yeah. And, and again, like I said, we still haven't seen this dude. He's not said anything, like anywhere. He doesn't even tweet and, and says, eh, you know, guys, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Like, nah, he's just out there doing whatever it is he does. Um, Again, good. I'm DJ. I was. I'm everything you said. I agree with you. I just got off like two steps, uh, two stops before you because I was with you the same thing. Like, man, all this stuff is just overblown, overblown. Mm -hmm. And then I got to the point where I was just like, I'm just tired of hearing it. And then now, like you said, beating your girl, age is fine. Your dad thinks you're suicidal. Like, I don't know what the hell you got going Mm -hmm. on, bro. But I hope I wish you the best. Um, I hope one day down the road. You come back and you get it all together, but I mean, I, I didn't think he had transcendent talent. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. whereas though, like five years from now, he just resurged and be like, man, this is the guy we always knew he was going to be. I hope so. You know, we wish yeah. everybody the best. Yeah, I mean, I do think he's talented. I think he, I think he, he throws a pretty good ball, and I think he can, you know, he can make plays with his feet. Absolutely. I just, just want to <laughs> see him get a chance to really play somewhere. I mean, Cleveland, nobody's going to succeed no. there. No, they're not. No, they're not. But he, he, he looked like he was very much. I couldn't see why NFL and any NFL team would touch him with a ten foot pole right now. Right now, yeah. yeah and, and if you think about all the slack that that Jerry Jones just took for Greg Hardy, Jer- Jerry Jones was like the last rest lifeline, yeah. and he can't afford to do that. Now. Yep. you can't. He can't just turn the Dallas Cowboys into uh, yeah. beat your girl central. You yeah. know, <laughs> like he can't afford yeah. to do that. He already took enough heat for 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 the Greg Hardy thing. No, so who can? Belichick could do it, and nobody won't say a word because he'll be sitting down on that bench, being so quiet. It's not even funny. Yep. You know what I mean? Last so, stop here. You mess up here. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. It's over. That that that's that's definitely how New England is. You mess up here, son. Because if you can't, you know, like if they can't, you just yeah, you're done. That that mm. that'll definitely be it. Um, that's it for football. One huge, the game of the year that we were been waiting for, and it, for the most part, I don't I don't want to say it actually lived up to the hype, lived up to the hype in the end. But um, the Warriors Thunder game, the Warriors dominated them for the majority of the game. Thunder put together a nice little run at the end. Um, I'll tell you what I saw first, and then I'll let you go since you're the expert. I What I took away from that game is that OKC doesn't have a shot in hell of beating um, Golden State. I saw a very top-heavy team, which I already knew. I actually can't even say I really learned anything. I just say everything I thought was confirmed in that two guys can't beat. It's not even five. That's seven or eight that they got production out of. Mm-hmm. And um, Curry had an almost off night. Clay Thompson had a pretty much off night, and they still beat them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. I, I, um, I saw something different. I feel like they have a better chance of beating them than Cleveland or San Antonio. Really? I, I, yeah. Well, I mean, Cleveland, yeah. us three have apparently have a better shot of beating them than <laughs> Cleveland. But uh, 
really, than, yeah. than San Antonio. Yeah, I mean that they 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 won the game pretty easily, but they they um the OKC came back and tied that game, mm-hmm. and um and I thought they did a I thought they did a good job on Steph. They did a good job on Clay. Um, okay, and I don't think OKC is the the best coach team really. If they but talent wise, if they were in OKC, that game could have been different. That was a game in a game that they 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 kind of barely won. That was at home. Let me let me ask them you games this. has them other, them games has been going to thirty and twenties with the other teams, especially there. Here's what I'm seeing though. I see. Let's go scale to one to ten. I feel like every basket Golden State gets on a on a degree of difficulty, it's like a four or five. And I feel like when I'm watching OKC, these shots that Westbrook and Durant are making, mm-hmm. while they're amazing, they're like a nine. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I'm watching Maurice Spates knock down wide-open free-throw extended jumpers. Right. I'm watching Eagle Dalu knock down wide-open threes. Right. Draymond Green elbow. And I'm watching KD shooting from 27 with a hand in his face. Mm-hmm. It goes in, and that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it, it just likes it looks like at the end of the game, when it's all said and done, it's like, Yo, our baskets looks looks so much easier mm-hmm. than yours, and in a game of attrition where it just goes on in forty eight minutes. At the end of the game, I'm playing on level three. You're playing on level nine. Like, you know, it's going to end up that way. And the question I have to you when I watch you, I, I feel like OKC is so dependent on them too, and they get so much from them too, and they ask so much from them too. And, and I'm just wondering. I think that the other parts are not being utilized to their potential. Like I, I'm not mm-hmm. saying right. that these guys are all stars, but yeah. I think Cantor has more to offer. I think Waiters has more to offer. I think Abaka has more to offer. And, and you know, I, I would like to see them get a shot. You know what I mean? The, the same way I'm seeing Spates get buckets. I'm seeing Livingston get shots. I'm seeing Harrison Barnes get shots. Mm-hmm. They're not the focal point of the offense. Right. But I would like to see Cantor get a shot. You know, mm-hmm. that, that, that's what I'm seeing. And that's and that's and that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying what I'm saying because when did Cantor played 15, 16 minutes, 17, 20 minutes had fifteen points, fifteen rebounds. Um, he, I think he's been playing a little more lately. If Cantor can play more and get the ball, I don't, I don't think nobody, especially not you know Draymond and as good a defender Bogut is. I don't think they can really guard Cantor. I've been saying Cantor should get the ball on a block more. And, um, I think he's a very talented post yeah, player. Yeah, absolutely. He's, I mean, good hands. I mean, they just say he struggles on defense, which I think he's been doing a lot better lately. I think Cantor can definitely do more than what he's doing. Um, but, but as far as, like, OKC's a one-on-one team. Kevin's a one-on-one player. Russell's a one-on-one player. When, when you – that's why – it's amazing that they can even play together because when, you, when, you, when you're that good – and you know that every time down the floor, you can get up probably any shot that you want, or you know you can get up a shot that you can make, then it's hard to really be like, okay, I'm just about to give it to this guy who, you know, I don't know what kind of shot, you know, he, he's going to create for himself or if he can, you know, get a shot off at all. And I know I can get up a shot every time. Just to interrupt you, Slim, the box score in that game. Serge Ibaka, 36 minutes. He took five, five shots. shots, yeah. Steven yeah. Adams, 33 minutes, seven shots. Mm-hmm. Deion Waiters, 37 minutes, five shots. Right. Kyle Singler, one shot. Mm-hmm. Anthony Morrow, three shots. Right. Now, Golden State, Draymond Green, nine. Harrison Barnes, 14. Uh, Spates, 10. Eagle, six. Sean Livingston, seven. Barbosa, six. 
That's a lot of dudes. Exactly. But they that's that's the kind of team they are. That that's a totally different team because especially when Steph not making shots, when Clay not making shots, they 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 move the ball. They have movement constantly in their offense. You know, they always running off screens and they passing the ball and they getting into the open guy like nobody counting on space space has been stinking, really. Yeah. He, he came out that game. Spates got as shots. many shots as Deion Waiters and Serge Ibaka combined. Absolutely, but, but, <laughs> but the thing is, I you know I, I, I watch those the two teams I really watch, mm-hmm. and um, you know Deion Waiters is inconsistent. He goes out there sometimes and he and he looks great, and sometimes he go out there and he looks bad. Serge Ibaka the same thing. Serge Ibaka has become so jump shot oriented. So much. Then I mean, but and and they know that like they didn't do nothing that. That the Warriors didn't know they were going to do, but, but the Warriors much, did go my out there. To you is, how much of that is because of Kevin? Is like how much of like I mean, you played on a team with Melo and Iverson, mm-hmm. so the ball wasn't exactly flowing around there right, either. Right. So I mean, how much of that though is like damn, Slammy kind of the Sluton summer is like yeah, I don't even know when the hell I'm getting the ball. You know what I mean? Like I haven't touched when the, when you get the ball in the fourth quarter. It's like oh, you missed the shot, and like anybody realize I haven't shot the ball since the first quarter? You know what I mean? How much is that not true? See, the the, the thing with that is. Is like I said, I watch, I watch, you know, them two teams particularly. When you got them guys have their opportunities, and they don't, they don't always take advantage. When, when you, when you get down, they got down in that game. When you get down 17, 18 points, okay, it's now it's time for your stars to, you know, to do what they got to do, and that's what they did, and they came back in the game and tied the game. Had they left it up to, you know, them other guys to try to step it up. I'm then that's when the game would have been twenty. I'm with you. It would have been. I'm 30. with you. I got you. Yeah. I so, got you. There's definitely a t- yeah. I'm, I, everything you said accurate. Right. That when it's when you're down twenty, if we're gonna come back, it's gonna be us two knocking these and, shots and down. Like I, I got say, you. And they and they brought him back. And I don't know if Cleveland or San Antonio could do that. Kawhi Leonard not coming down every time and being able to get buckets like that and bringing it back. Timmy not doing it. Manu Parker, none of them is doing it. KD and Westbrook. They can do it. They can. They can turn it up. They can. You know. They can make it hard. Kevin out there blocking Clay Thompson shot. Clay couldn't get a shot up. You know what I mean. And you know Steph. Steph. You know missing shots because you know Russ was being a little physical with him. I mean, and they have the ability to do it just down the stretch. You know, you got guys that you didn't account for. You didn't account for Spates making them shots. Iguodala, he might shoot side of backboard. Sometimes it might go in. <laughs> right, you know, right. you, you never know what you're going to get from 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 especially Spates. And especially, you know, you're gonna strap up, but you don't know what you're gonna get from them guys. But you Definitely do know, don't. but you do know that you know they're capable. Sean Livingston, you Livingston know, came and came, gave him a great game. Yeah, you know, great you, game. Yeah, you got stuff like that that you don't account for. So that being said, is there anything? Does, exactly, they got all this stuff. They mm-hmm. got ten from Livingston, fifteen from Spates, eight from Igu. Nine from Barbosa. That's I don't even want to do the math. Spates not giving so, you fifteen too many times. No, he's not. But what, the, what Eagle will give you more or somebody else. What these these guys had an off. I don't think you're going to get many games where they're off like that. The, the, the brothers or Splash Brothers yeah. off like that. Yeah. So doesn't that make you feel a little bit? More, so what, yeah. So you what are you saying? Go ahead. I, okay. I don't put words in your mouth. Okay, but if you, you're not going to get many games where they're off like that, but you also might not get many games where those Spates is on like that. Or, or you know, right? You might not get another one. Right? No. Or absolutely. you know, Sean. You know, well, Sean. Sean's pretty consistent when he when he gets his time. Mm-hmm. He had that rookie backup point guard on him, and he and he he took advantage of that. But you know, next game. Yeah, I mean, he's six, seven, six, eight. Yeah, yeah. So next game, I'm pretty sure you'll get more from from um, Ibaka. I'm pretty sure they know. Okay, man, Cantor, you know, 15 minutes. So he was 15 to 15. 
we, maybe Stephen Adams, you know, can set a little longer. We got to get more minutes for Cantor in the game. And, you know, the team that they had out there and, it, um, and they came back with, you know, give Morrow, you know, some open looks. And, and, you know, they see that stuff. It's hard to beat that team at home. I hate what Ibaka has become. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't like it either. But at the same time, with, with Steph and Clay missing, they were well defended. That's why they were missing. They wasn't out there just missing wide open shots. They were well defended. No, abs- I mean, yeah, they, yeah, that, absolutely. So, so you're okay then, with Thunder? Or nah, all that to say, I'm all, still not even close. Nah, I mean, I think, I think they have a better chance than any other team to, right. to, to beat so the then, Warriors. So, but so they're your best bet to beat them. I'd rather, I'd rather see a Western Conference Finals with them, you know, and and. I mean, I, I don't know what the, what the Billy Donovan hire was about. You know what I mean? When you want to got a team that you want to win a, a, a championship with, I don't know about hiring Billy, but, you know, they, they, got, they got the talent over there. You, you say that, which i not knocking in terms of the Billy Donovan, because, I, one, I know how you feel about college coaches, but don't you, if you see the latest trend, don't you take Billy Donovan over? They, they're the grabbing dudes fresh off the 12th man on the bench. You, Derek, coach. You know, <laughs> Kerr, coach. You know, yeah, but kid, you coach like yeah, would you, you rather Billy Donovan than I mean essentially the new trend is just grab the really. closest player. Not really, because what you all the guys you just named, you talk about you know kid top three, five, whatever point guard ever to play champion, Steve Kerr champion, GM been around the game. The the NBA NBA game is different from college. Mm-hmm. Been around the game all these years. You talk about point guards, Dirk Fisher champion and played under field. And played on under under pops on these championship teams. You talk about guys who know the game, know how the NBA game goes. I played in college and NBA. It's night, it's night and day. It's different rules. It's, so you would, it's totally you, different. You would you if you're a GM and you're looking at resumes, you're putting more stock into your playing experience than a guy who whatever his his res, his coach and resume with the, is. With the exception, plus years, thirty years, or whatever. Yeah, with the with the exception of a few. I mean, if you have no NBA experience, it's just different. And aside from the game being different, the guys aren't going to respect you. What about do you put any stock in that um, Olympic? As far as um, what what Chesky, you know, coaching the guys in the Olympics, I think I'm willing to bet that Don because he has nothing but you know he has Beheim and yeah yeah yeah, and I, I'm willing to bet that. Uh, Donovan's been on one of those coaching staffers because he normally has all the best college coaches on the on the staff. Right. So I, I'm willing to bet that at some point in time he's worked with Team USA. Do you put anything in that? No. no. I mean, how how hard is it to coach them guys? You know, I mean, I mean no team to really has their egos and to tell so and so they got to play five minutes or not at all. Nah, they're not because the guys that's playing five minutes are are not the the main guys. I mean, them it's not hard to the because and them guys get their. Their chance, they beating everybody by fifty. Them guys are all going to play. I'm not putting too much into that. But when you when we talk about grabbing a guy with no coaching experience that's just been around the game, trust and believe their assistant coaches are ex NBA coaches with all the experience. You know, you just taking the stuff that you know, adding it with the stuff that they know, and just you know how you go how you go about you know your daily stuff and dealing with these players. You got your assistant coaches. They have experience. They're not hiring assistant coaches who's never coached before. Right, 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 right. But, I mean, so, yeah, so, like, what you're saying, though, is you got Billy Donovan, and he's yeah. coming with college experience. But, right. like you said, all of his assistants are, are, are NBA players and, right, and right, NBA. Right, Some of us so, probably an NBA head coach on this staff. So, my you know thing what I mean? is, what is he bringing? Because if you – if he has no NBA experience. X's and O's? Like, what <laughs> – is is different. I, I'm just guessing. You know, it's like different. Said, In college, you yeah. got to have them teams. Most of them play zone. Mm-hmm. You got 
35 second shot clock. I mean, your plays don't even, don't even, the timing don't even add up, you know, for, for, for the NBA. You're dealing with all different, you're dealing with, you know, a player, you might got one player on your team that's going to be a pro opposed to, you know, he's had a few, but opposed to everybody out there can, can do, you know, almost everything. And it's, it's just different. Okay. Especially, with, I mean, I don't mind Billy, you know, getting a job, but the OKC job. Is different. Like no, no. An exception to that, I was talking about this this week. Brad Stevens, they hired that that kid in Boston to be a lame duck coach. That they did. They traded that away they certainly every did. Yes, player they, did. they possibly had. That I remember them even saying that anything. when it was happening. They was waiting for uh, who was it? Because he's supposed to be a bridge to like somebody else. I'm trying to remember. They, they literally right. were like hiring him, right. talking about who the next coach right. was going to be. He already take you know this Butler team was it two Final Fours or mm-hmm. something like that. And when he went to to um to Boston, I'm like man. He should have. I'm like, why did he do that? He should have just stayed at Butler. He could have signed another ten year deal and been there and built something there forever. Right. And he go to Boston and they trade away everybody and they got a young, non talented team. You got this thirty six year old coach <laughs> right. out there with no pro experience. They just throw him to the wolves. But this guy's winning, man. With with he's with the players that nobody else wanted. Very impressed by by Stevens. On the transition that Derek Fisher fired. Right. What do you make of that? The rumblings yeah. was that he lost the respect after that. Yeah. I, yeah. You're in those locker rooms. Yeah. If you hear about Coach, right, the guy who's riding you all the time, talking about mm-hmm. this, talking about that, and then you're like, well, Coach, your name in the paper for, like, what are you yeah. doing here? Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel like at that point, you don't tell me anything. You know yeah. what I mean? What time are you going at? Don't worry about what time I came home. Whose house were you over last mm-hmm. night? You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, it's like, well, with that, it's, it's – it's good and bad because you might got some players like that. Eh, coach a pimp, you know. Coach, you know, coach like us, you know. He he right, do this and that. So, right. and which then, is fine until right. coach tries to tell you what right. you're supposed to do. And right, like, hey, coach like us. Right. What are you talking about? Right. I thought that I thought that fine was was fast, man. It was fast, especially from you know a failed guy and you know That's a higher. To they, me, it scrim- It screams that. It's not about the basketball. It's not side. about the basketball. That's, what, that's what I, I saw. think I'm he like, signed five years, twenty-five yeah, million. Right, exactly. And five to fire him for, a for, year and a half uh, to fire to hire a guy for five years with no experience, yeah. and it makes you say like, "Man, this is this is my guy. I'm, I'm you know, I'm yeah. done with him." Yeah. And like I said, this for them to be like, you know, they're in a mix of losing was a five in a row. Like, trust me, the Knicks lose five in a row almost every month for right. the last decade. Right. You know what I mean? So if right. they were the Knicks were to fire a coach every time they went on a losing streak, right, they'd have four coaches a year. So yeah, to me, yeah. it screamed. It was, there it was, was more. It was more to it. It yeah. was more to. It. I think that whole Matt Barnes thing might have been might have been a little shake. It might have been some stuff that we we just don't know about because to hire him to five years and and fire him after a year and a half is is really fast. And I know in in New York that pressure is different. Trust me. I, every oh, other nah, team I played for that. when I when I got to the Knicks and um they had vets me and Penny Hardaway and Stephon Marbury and Tim Thomas all these vets we all had to take. Media relations classes because they're like, this is different. Yeah. I don't care how many other teams you play for. <laughs> right. This that is New different. York media, man. They're going to ask you this stuff like this. You know what? You need to answer it this way. Mm-hmm. And they they prepare you for that because that New York that New York media is is, is just different. No, the they, pressure, I believe, is it. just different. But for me, for Phil to fire Derek, yeah, that means there's something. You know what I mean? There's like, something else. It's something more something than else. basketball. It's certainly yeah. not because they lost too many games, and especially considering they. Uh, they've already surpassed last year's win total. Right, and I don't know. Maybe you know, you know, Phil's. You know, he's the Zen guy. Maybe he feel like you know what? There's other firings going on. There's a few coaches out there 
that you know we got Porzingis who who we 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 won on that one. We got Melo, and we gonna have you know a chance to try to get some free agents this year. If we don't grab one of these coaches before somebody else get them, mm-hmm. we might need it because because we could possibly you know turn New York around. We probably need to make this move now before it's too late. Yeah, I I, I feel like I'm not so sure Derek deserved that job to begin with. Yeah, and uh, and like you said, of all the same way you said why the OKC job for Donovan. My question would be for Derek, how you start in New York? Like that, you know, like New York, like you said, that's the pressure capital of the right. world. It was a field guy. It was a field guy. He wanted Kerr at first. He wanted Kerr at first. Boy, did Kerr make the right choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best choice yeah. he ever made in his life. Yeah, yeah. He's you, a, I mean, he's working on his second ring. Right. right. Boy, right. I mean, that, that was, uh, he made the right choice on that but one. But Phil, Phil was going to hire one, one of them type of guys. And, and I mean, everybody nah, he was knows. definitely going to hire triangle. Yeah, yep. Is the triangle that form? Yeah, Kobe, like, if you that, got Kobe and Mike, yeah. No, no, no. I, I wasn't going to say is it that good. Is it that, like, the way they talk about the triangle is if, like, you know, you hear about players, I'm in my second year of the triangle and it's starting to make sense. Like, Jesus. Oh, is it that, that takes that much? I mean, I'm assuming, I, I don't think you ever – you never had a system where you played it in. No, I, I, when, I, when I went to training camp in um, Minnesota and Kurt Rambis was a the coach, they ran the triangle. But they had – everybody there was 20. 20, 20, 20, 21, 22, 23, Beasley and Kevin Love and them, you know, them guys, everybody. Flynn, was, was Flynn there still? Flynn, you know, all them guys were young. Right. Um, it's not, I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen Phil coach it. Um, maybe it's just more to it than, than we think it is for guys to say that. Maybe guys just, not, just ain't that smart because even before I, you know, I was in the training camp and, you know, practiced it, I practiced it because I had to play against it with the Lakers and, you know, we practiced the other team's plays. So I had to play Kobe in the triangle and everybody knows it because like I say, they gotta play against it. Mm-hmm. And um it ain't same that, like it ain't same that simple to bringing me. Bringing in people just to teach it. You know what I mean? Like I gotta bring in Tex Winter because he invent- like yeah, Kobe's like I, I still ask him questions about the triangle. I'm like, dude, you've been playing in the offense for twenty years. It's not even that complex. It's you just gotta have guys just gotta, you know, a lot of it a lot the thing about it is a lot of it is just reactionary off, okay? It ain't just a call. It's, you know, I got to get here because that guy went there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got to kind of be on the string with it. But if you got, got you. all guys got that's you. smart and got guys you. that can make decisions with the ball, it's pretty simple. Got you. Got you. So it's more about everybody being on the same page. Yeah. Okay. I got you. I like, well, that, that's, yeah, that makes sense. That makes but it's, sense. Like, it's like certain ways. It's like, <laughs> it's like, that you got to pass the ball, like when you catch out the elbow and that guy's cutting back door, pass it with this hand and drop it in this place. And, you know, the guy got to rub, rub off right, you know, where this guy can, you know, get a piece of your man. If he's chasing you, you pass it this way. It, it's a lot of intricacy. Yeah, but it's, it's pretty simple, though. It's basketball stuff. Got you. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Oh, Blake Griffin um, suspended four games. Not that that matters. Um, <laughs> no. I, I'm waiting to see what that Clippers team. The Clippers team. I wonder. Is it me or is Doc Rivers seem to go? He escapes. He escapes a lot of scrutiny for a lot of things that you kind of question about. You know what I mean? Like a lot of question. The Clippers aren't the sum of their parts, and Doc's been there three years now. There's a lot of talent on that Clippers team. Yeah. And like they should, definitely should not have lost to that Rockets team. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and there's a lot of times like eh, you know. Is Doc, that Doc or is it? Chris. Chris shows up in the games, though. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Chris shows up in the games. 
I, mean, I, dog, I feel like dogs, if dogs won it, you yeah, know, dogs, dogs won a championship. Chris, Chris has been on good teams and he hasn't. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I mean, on that subject, go ahead. Do they? Um, I mean, they've been winning without Blake, right? So now, what what do they do? Again, I'm hearing I, Wizards stuff. I'm hearing Cleveland stuff. I mean, they're they're people who's been calling about them. Uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a talented. I I don't think it's it's not possible to get equal value back for him. Mm-mm. And at this stage, if you're serious, if you're the Clippers, the Clippers are at, at a place where the only thing that matters now is the title. Period. Right. Like, I mean, you're not going to get equal value for one play from one player. You can get a few pieces that you that you need. Do you think at this stage in the career that this day, Blake Griffin is a guy that when he does come back, plug him and play right back in. He knows he's been playing with DeAndre, Chris Paul, knows the system, he knows the guys. Mm-hmm. Do you trade that for we're going to bring in some guys who are now learning on the fly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how? I mean, how you much is the mean? learn? It's the NBA. These guys are used to this stuff. Guys get traded yeah, all the time. Yeah, but you're not going to tell me that there's not something for commodity and and, and familiarity in terms of knowing tendencies and players, and right? But, the, and but all of that. But that's probably when if they feel like okay, now we're able to play more freely without Blake. You know, you know these JJ can do more and DeAndre can do more and you know Jamal can do more coming off the bench and you know Chris ain't got to worry about. I got to give the ball to Blake. If they hey. feel like they you know. Winning more without him. It's an argument, and I'm listening. Yeah. I, I, that being said, I don't agree I, with it. But I I'm just saying, really have you really have to come with some really good pieces, yeah. and it needs to be more than one because you're not getting, like you said, you're definitely not getting equal value. One, nobody's yeah. handing, nobody's trading you a player his caliber. Yeah. You know, so I'd have to see here what the other pieces are. One of them has to be a low post scoring presence, mm-hmm. and you know what else you're offering me after that. I'd I'd have to hear it, but. No, I like Blake. I, I I like him too. I know. I just thought it is. If I were if I were OKC man, I'd Try be hey, hands on break. Hey man, here here you go. Take Ibaka, take Waiters. Take Who anybody not named Westbrook and, yeah. and KD. Take take you know getting. I'm pretty sure Ibaka, good pick and pop guy, good defensive guy. You wouldn't be able to make a shot in a paint with Ibaka and DeAndre Jordan, yeah. and he can make the jump shots. You don't right. need him really down there trying to post up. He he don't want to do it anyway. And all pick off the Chris Paul that pick and roll. I would be so in love with OKC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that'd be nice. Yeah. And if they if they can do it and still manage to keep Cantor, Cantor that's what I was going to say. Oh my god! If you can get if you can get um, I, I like the Ibaka and Waiters because then now you I I start Cantor at the five mm-hmm. and go with Blake. Mm-hmm. Probably a little weak on defense in the paint, but um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, out. unless unless you can keep Stephen Adams, I don't know if you got to get rid of him too. Stephen Adams is, is a defender. They already have DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I mean, yeah. they can't. They yeah. don't need three, four centers over there. Yeah, but um, that would be a great scenario. But but but, the, the, but you can use him when when you trying to foul a guy at the end of the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you no, know, um, um, Adams, he's a good free throw shooter. Yeah, no, ab- absolutely. I, I, the, um. If I, it, it, listen, if I'm a team and Blake Griffin is available and I can get my hands on him without giving up one of my core pieces, all I'm them, interested. All them top teams, I feel like maybe not, maybe not the Spurs because they just got David um, West and uh, yeah, they got Lamarcus. Lamarcus but these teams that that that's we feel like that's going to be in the finals. So that can get that could get to the finals, and that go to state has already embarrassed. Right. <laughs> right. I, would, I would feel like you know even Cleveland, you know, right. if they want to get love out of there. And all that, man, somebody, if they don't want them, one of them teams need to take a shot at them because yeah. we got to do something to beat Golden State because right now it, it don't look like, you know, we have a shot. 
I definitely feel like the rest of the pack, is, the NBA is Golden State and everybody else. Yeah. And everybody else is either praying one of them boys get hurt or, or, right. or, or like you said, and if, that, and if that's not the case, then, yes, somebody's going to need to trade and get somebody, whether yeah. it's Blake Griffin or somebody. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to have to get their, put, their, put their heads together and come up with something. Mm-hmm. Anything you wanted to say? Any other topics? Do you have anything, anyone? No, not really. No, no I, was, I was looking at something earlier when we was talking. I wasn't even going to bring it up because I got to go. We can talk about it. We were, we were talking about before when um, TJ was saying this. Remember TJ? The guy used to come here? Sounds familiar. TJ. Yeah. Um, he used to a bell a little bit. TJ. As, as far he used to sit right here? Yeah. He used to sit next to you? Yeah, he used to sit next to me. <laughs> okay, got you. And I agree with him on this. I was looking up the, the just the top rushes of all time and to see if how far Adrian Peterson was from Emmitt Smith. Um, oh, my. Got a waste. <laughs> got a waste. <laughs> so you say you agree with TJ that he's going to catch him? I thought it's. I thought it it can possibly happen, you know. If I'm he, on record, not even a chance. Right, I and mean, he's he's thirty, and and he's coming off it's the leading rusher of the league. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't see why he wouldn't be the next few years. But to be you're crazy. But I, and the I'm looking you at just like throw years out there like not, at the yeah, back but position. I'm like, not like, I'm not. Like, but I'm talking about for three more. I'm talking about a certain individual that we I, that we all know no, that just isn't human. Being. Yeah, super he isn't. Yeah. And I'm looking at him, like, man, Barry Sanders would probably have 20,000 rushing yards had he not retired. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, he's still third. The, the, um, absolutely. The, 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 Jim Brown. Like, the game has – Jim Brown just walked away. eight years. Yeah. He's at 12,000. Absolutely. Absolutely. He just left. Both right. of them just both of them just walked away. The, the, the era – AP is going to be the last person whoever has a shot after AP is done – that Russian that record can go up on a wall as record that'll never be broken. Like as you see, as we now transfer Mar- Marshawn Lynch, yeah. he's considered a dinosaur, and he's twenty nine. Yeah, you know those days of where the Emmitt Smith, Barry Sanders, there were no running back by committee. They yeah. were the committee for the there was Emmitt Smith didn't even have a backup for like a decade. Frank Gore is up there. He's Frank Gore's ahead of um, Adrian Peterson. Frank Gore's played a gazillion years. Yeah, you know, but I mean, like. Now the leading rushers in the NFL are has a backup. You know what I mean? Like is is in a committee. Doug Martin is with second in the rushing, and he shares carries. You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. those days, Emmitt Smith. I, I don't even know if his backup got ten carries a year. Yeah. You, you know what I, I mean? I, so I, I just was his backup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, 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 it was exactly. different back then. All these guys, old guys, Walter Payton and Curtis Martin. I mean, the, the, Curtis Martin, Dadian, Jerome Bettis, Eric Dickerson, Tony Dorsett, Jim Brown, Marshall Falk, Edwin James, Marcus Allen, Franco Harris is still there. Like Thurman a, Thomas. Different. Er, Curtis Martin was thirty years old. They drafted Lamont in the second round to replace him. Lamont was getting and some in his rookie in thirty. 30 carries for the season. Mm-hmm. That would never happen right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, you draft the guy in the second round, he's at, he's off-rip getting 50% of your carries. Yeah. Ask Alfred Morris. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, off-rip, he's getting half of your carries. And back then, it, it just didn't work that way. Like, if you got a lead back, he don't come off the field unless he's tired, and that's not happening. I just feel like a guy like a guy like Barry or a guy like Adrian, they – they deserve that record over him. <laughs> I was so devastated when Barry Sanders retired. Man, like, what? Yeah, man. I was totally devastated, yeah. I, I feel like Emmitt Smith, you never want to take anything away from anybody. And he ran for all those yards. Yeah, all right. It is what it was. But <laughs> it, 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 I, it's, it's hard to look at him because he's not even in my top, like, hand running. Man, back. what? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, he's tough and he did everything and he ran and he's got the yards. But, I mean, 
I feel like I can name ten running backs that were better. Look, than man, I watch, I and I watch him closely. Short, I watch him closely. Like, man, I grew up I, in a house with a Dallas fan. I, I just, I feel like the holes were ridiculous. Holes were ridiculous. Um, the talent of that he team was ridiculous. He he had a, he had a little elusiveness about him. Yeah. Real but little. he was really Real slow. <laughs> Real really, no, I, I can show you some footage, man, of him like making whole teams just right. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen, I've like, seen him, I've seen it. Just yeah. dancing around yeah. like five, six, seven, eight, like literally eight players in slow motion at that. Yeah, yeah slow, I mean when you motion. and then jogging away <laughs> when you like, like when you like, get the ball four eight and stuff. When like, you get the ball that many times, you're gonna have some plays, you, you like, know. Yeah, but the, the Emmitt Smith highlights is like him getting chased down by like Reggie White. You know what I mean? Like defensive ends, like. And and when you and now in an era where you see other dudes that you can think of and be like, yeah, I seen Bo Jackson run over people and accelerate. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like I, you're not going to tell me that Emmett Smith was better. That, that, that's like how Marshall, I'm looking at Marshall's at ten, but I wonder if they if they can add some of Marshall's receiving numbers in here. Yeah, you know I mean? I, I, again, it's not I, even I, fair. I feel like Marshall Falk was a better running back than Emmett Smith. Oh, he definitely. I feel, is. Like, I feel like Marshall Falk was probably the best overall running back for me ever. Ever. Yeah, definitely. For me, Marshall Falk's the best overall running back ever. I feel like there's a lot, and and you just you know even a lot of the guys that I didn't see, but I see them I mean, like. I look at an Earl Campbell highlight tape. That looks a hell of a lot more impressive than Emmitt Smith highlight yeah. tape. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't he could, he could do that for too long, though. Or, or, or it's, or that's dangerous. Running over everybody yeah. else. Or, or, like, you know, they say uh, Gail Sayers and stuff like that. Like, and yeah. just colliding like a – like, yeah. and you watching him, like, yeah, okay, I can see. Or Jim Brown just running over every single person. His, his entire was, his team was trying to tackle him. unfair. Like, yeah, he was, he was out there playing. Yeah, he against, was 20 years ahead yeah. of his time. Yeah. I mean, he's the size of – he'd be considered a power running back now. Yeah. I mean, in an era where he was as big as the linebackers. You know what I mean? So that's why. That's Barry. That's Barry Sanders. Yeah. And that Adrian Peterson stuff. Adrian's, Adrian, just like we talk about Aaron Rodgers, Adrian's a mixture of all those running backs. But Barry Sanders, man, I never seen nothing like it, man. Yeah, nah. In terms of just. Absolutely. Adrian Peterson is is um. Would you just would you just talk about um Earl Campbell and Barry Sanders? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, absolutely. He he was a bully. He mm-hmm. he was definitely a he's definitely a bully. I. I the fact that Emmitt Smith is going to, because he is, not, nobody's going to catch him. The fact that he's going to own that record is kind of whack. I think the crack that um, my guy, love him. I've, I'm one of the greatest people I've ever met. Curtis Martin. The idea that dude's fourth. Fourth. And Jerome Bettis is sixth. I mean, they Jesus. earned no numbers. <laughs> Emmitt had, 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 had to go to. No, it's not. Emmitt had to go to Arizona to, <laughs> no, to get it, man. It's, it's, it absolutely is not a, uh, a easy position. And there's something to be said. Because I tell you what, straight, the, the, the list amount of people that. That could handle that workload, yeah. not high. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I give you that, not high. But I mean, you look at a guy like when I talk about transcendent, like you said, dude, Jim Brown got twelve hundred yards in eight years. You know what I mean? Like that's and when the, and and or you got guys like OJ who's getting two thousand yards and only played fourteen games a year. Like that's amazing. You know what I mean? That that's crazy. And you see OJ's highlights. That was a bad man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was a bad man. All right, well, um, that was a good show, man. A lot of good stuff. This, uh, a lot of stuff happened, man. And I find glad finally. I was wondering when DJ was gonna, what it was gonna take. Well, now we know what his breaking point is. We know what he doesn't tolerate in his spousal <laughs> abuse. That's 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 DJ's breaking point. I was wondering what it was gonna take for him to be like, yeah, Johnny might might be a little bit of a distraction now, and that's what it is. As long as he can tolerate anything, as long as you don't put your hands on, you can, you don't do the broken eardrums. That's his breaking point, man. Other than anything, other than that. Yeah, he, he's cool with it, man. He's cool with it. All right, anyway, um, 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. It was a good show. Um, no more. Well, it's still football news, but no more football games. Um, it was a good football season. Uh, now we'll transition over to basketball. So it'll be a lot more DJ, huh? Now we're in your wheelhouse, huh? Football in my wheelhouse, too. Nah, you don't know much. <laughs> you don't know much. That's why you, your whole predictions, everything was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure you come back next week. And everybody have a good week.